All right, Shipcast, Thursday night. We got Bills Bucks. We got Mike Shope swinging by in the second quarter to talk Bills. We got Steph Miller swinging by at the start of the second half to recap our high-stakes teams in Week 8 waivers. And the big question, can we keep this pick'em heater going? We hit our three-leg core entry last week and our five-entry unlocking a $600 giveaway. We'll be giving out $100 tonight if we can hit our core pick'em again. Shipcast with Pete, Ben, and Pat. Let's go. Pat Fryer Helmo. <laughs> this is what? This is what I'm hot. Anita Handjob. Fix your sight. Jamar. Alpha play chase. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you Tony? You can't handle the heat. It looks like we're finally at this point. You're right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you guys feeling pressure to hit this pick them tonight, or is it like free rolling since we hit it last week? It's free rolling. We got free rolling. rolling. Yeah, I feel great. <laughs> we hit last <laughs> week. Ah, yeah, I mean, what yeah. do you expect? You're going to hit every single week? We hit every week? Come on, variants. And if, if we hit, if we hit. Like I mean, a, month, we're just hit. a month of losing. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll pull this up. Uh, our pick them entries tonight. We're underway here in this game. Uh, looks like we got uh, the Bills batting down a Baker Mayfield pass to kick us off. Shout out to everyone in the chat. That's how you do it, Lou. Game on mute, ship on blast. This is why Lou is one of our producers coming up with taglines like that. This is the real question, though. Chris wants to know if we hit the parlay, can Gretch send his old house Taco Bell again? Yeah, that was the I plan. think you. I think you should, dude. Like <laughs> just every week. That, that, yeah, I mean, it's a tradition. That Baker uh, throw is great. You just. He just threw it at his helmet. Like, I think he was intentionally trying to just fire the ball at the guy's helmet. I did say, I was like, I can't do, um, I can't do Taco Bell again tonight. And then I said, if we sweep our pickums and we hit the three core and the five, like I, I will, I'll, I'll order Taco Bell at the end. That That's my I'm gonna, promise to everyone. I'm going to have to send it to them. I'm, I'm. <laughs> I'm doing. Uh, a, a, I'm gonna do keto for a couple of weeks again. I'm just kind of mixing it up. We got no no buys this week. I had a rough time writing signals last week. I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my body into a loop. Do go into keto. So I'm not drinking tonight. Not gonna be eating Taco Bell tonight. But maybe I'll just send it to the old house. That'll be the way to do it. That's you got it. to, man. You got to. Uh, uh, Is that oh, Evans? Oh. oh, Baker had him wide open. Um, I'll try to get this pulled up here in a second, but we do, as you can tell, have Mike Evans higher than I believe it was 57 and a half yards yep. in our main pick up. Right. 59 court. and a half, maybe. We got it at 57 and a half, and I think it closed Ooh. at 59 and a half. Okay, nice. <laughs> um, all right, here we go. The uh, welcome AO23 here, ship chasing member. There's like three people in the chat that uh, are just hoping I'll send them Taco Bell, which it, it might happen. You never know where it's going to end up. That's, that's a better bit. That's <laughs> yeah, a better that bit. is. Just the entire community? chat doxing themselves so that you would send them Taco Bell. <laughs> One random person just gets Taco Bell. <gasps> it doesn't um, have to be your address, I guess. Just put it. Put an address in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> it's their that neighbor. Is, and they run over your neighbor. It could be a friend. Porch. It could be a friend. <laughs> 
That's a good litmus test. If you're willing to dox your address publicly for free Taco Bell, Gretch will probably oblige you. <laughs> I, I will. Actually. I mean, you should do that. That's that's real commitment. That's commitment to if, the bank. If we win, know. I'll send somebody Taco Bell tonight. That sounds great. Yes. All right. There we go. <laughs> I, and Some I will random. match. I will match. Yeah, I, I, I'll match. I'll but the rule is, <laughs> the rule is, I'm picking the order. You don't get to tell me what to pick. I'm picking you a Taco Bell order. You're gonna get a bunch of random shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ib's already worried about getting a taco salad here. <laughs> don't worry. Uh, I love this. Samuel says, <laughs> not going to lie, glad Liam wasn't the guest tonight. Don't know if I could listen to another 40 minutes of Kincaid Hope. Well, spoiler alert, <laughs> we're going to be the ones coping about Dalton Kincaid tonight because we needed to clear four receptions. Yeah. We like this little even number here. We thought about the yards, four receptions on the dot. You know, it's like if this if he hits that exactly, we can still uh, win a two-leg or a four-leg. They're calling that incomplete. Ooh, almost a catch fumble. Yeah, so what our main four entry here got it pulled up on the screen for the viewers. Mike Evans higher than 57 and a half yards. Josh Allen higher than 21.05 fantasy points. Dalton Kincaid, four receptions. Um, the Kincaid one, I believe, closed at four and a half receptions. So we got a little CLV there. He's obviously was a usage monster last week uh, with Dawson Knox out. So that one felt good. Um what were your guys' thoughts about these uh, pickums we put in here for the core? Well, real quick, Ben noted in our chat that if we hit this with Dawson Knox or Dalton Kincaid getting exactly four receptions, which would bump it down to a two leg, we're still counting that as a as a hit, and we'll give out the the hundred dollars tonight, right? That's what we agreed. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. Yes. Although I just would rather not even think about things like pushes at this stage in the evening. It's just all right. optimism. Right? Well, I just want the chat to understand, you know, the, the rooting interest here. You, you got to know all the ins and outs. <laughs> that is key. Um, no, this I, I, I one of the things I loved about last week was the the pivot to over, the higher on on fantasy points in a couple spots where we like the guys. We talked through some Allen stuff, completions, passing first downs, but obviously, like he could he could run for like five first downs, and then you're like, man, we're not getting the passing first downs we need. So we wound up on 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 fantasy points for him. I think it makes a lot of sense for somebody who gets there multiple ways. I mean, like you, you think through it, like we are, we're saying it's a good spot for him. It's a good matchup, and we think he's going to have a good game. It's kind of nice that you can do fantasy points, right? Like it yeah, is. it is, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a good way Especially to kind of Allen. hedge like against Allen, a rushing game. Yeah, right. You know, Allen can get there in a variety of ways. It's tough to just like. There's nothing about this matchup that has me thinking like, oh, it's this type of game for Allen. I think we'll have a good game. That's what I think. Yeah. So I like just being able to bet that and you know make that the make that the pick them. On the Evans one, he so there's only been two games all year he hasn't gone higher than this number of 57 and a half. One was the game against the saints. He left early with the hamstring. And then the other was the game right after that, where he was, had a limited practice. He didn't practice earlier in the week and was kind of clearly still hampered by it. Those are the only two games he went, he went uh, lower than this. So I felt good about that. And I know Pat, you kind of liked the setup for the Bucks here versus the Bills secondary too. Yeah. I think they can attack deep here. And also like Mike Evans role this year is just, kind of unreal like he's just getting peppered with targets 
awesome targets per outrun. It's backed up by first read targets, backed up by open score, which was released this week. And he's been awesome there. Um, I think their play calling is a little bit different this year. It seems to be really like like emphasizing Evans in a way that Byron Leftwich really didn't. Like we'd have these games where Evans would just completely disappear. Um, he already got one target on that first drive. Like, you know, like he, they, they're just like keeping him involved in a way that I think is really nice. Uh, it's almost like more like AJ Brown this year, like has become more of just like an every week kind of guy. And Evans is a little bit like that too. So that, that may be more comfortable, you know, when you're trying to string all these together, you, you don't want to like necessarily add guys who are like totally boom bust, but Evans, I think less so than yeah he's been in years past. Historically has been right. But yeah, th- I think that was a great take you had. We were looking through it eight plus targets in every game, except for the new Orleans one Pete, you mentioned he was banged up and that's Lattimore. Like he's always struggled with Lattimore in the new England matchup his whole career. It's just been like the one team that's always kind of had Evans number for whatever reason. But every other game this year, eight-plus targets. Um, you mentioned he's gone over in basically every other game as well. And uh, who's that? Oh, that's Shakir. That's something I just realized right before this game started, that no knocks and down to Kincaid is one tight end. Like, we're going to get a lot more 11 personnel. So the Shakir, like Deontay Hardy types are going to have decent games here today. I actually wow. sat Gabe Davis last minute in a league for that reason. Remember Hayden Wink's? Research on yards per out run showed that with more receivers on the field, it's harder to earn a lot of targets. I actually think it's kind of yeah. like a, a minor downgrade for Gabe Davis that they're going to be in 11 personnel mm-hmm. and have like Deontay Hardy out there a lot more than uh, potentially, a, you know, another tight end out there blocking. Basically. I agree. Yeah. Knox isn't very good. Like that's the thing. Like Knox yeah. is not good. doesn't earn volume. So yeah, yeah he doesn't earn volume. I think it's, it's good for Kincaid that Knox is out because – they weren't running like they still were playing Knox too much. So Kincaid's route participation was probably going to be like 65% with Knox. And then it should be easily. It might be a hundred percent. He's the only active tight end. It might be. Yeah. It might be a hundred. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's a huge boost for him specifically just being out there, but. um, Shakir's going to be the dude. Yeah. He's He's running over dudes. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, on uh, stat chasing this week, which uh, you guys have to be checking out. Uh, there was a lot more people tuning in uh, live this week. Uh, the YouTube members trying to get the uh, the alpha from Sacrilegious, who gave up a lot of the the goods that shipped him the dog bowl seat last week uh, on Tuesday night. But he was talking about uh, Mike Evans as it relates to kind of his ADP in these weekly contests and basically saying it seems like he just still has the stench of Baker Mayfield on him and you'll see him like every week in the in the battle royale like a second to last round pick last round pick where it's like everyone knows it's Ooh. mike evans and he's a baller that nice. and that there's still this like lingering well it's baker it's the box like they yeah. suck yeah. why why would i want to invest in that and yet his role and profile is still just rock solid and, and the other big thing is tr- no tradavius white like he tours acl a few weeks ago the bills have had a hard time with outside receivers since then they, there is not like a lockdown cornerback situation here with buffalo like it's Mike Evans is better than anything but the elite cornerbacks in the in the league, right? Like there are some guys yeah. I think that can play Evans pretty well, but he's a, a handful if you're not a really really good corner. And the Bills don't have that. I mean, they they activated Josh Norman, who like is like forty. <laughs> like how old is who, who is who is like a remember that guy? Josh yeah, Norman is a, is a a full blown remember that guy. Activated him for this game I saw, and I was like, wow. And then there was something like he hasn't played for Buffalo since 2020. But I okay, so he played a little bit the 
the two years in between there. But yeah, I mean, he's uh, he only played two games last year. Not uh, yeah, he's thirty six years old. I mean, or he's going to be thirty six in December. He's thirty five and and a lot of days. <laughs> I'm really relieved already, and we didn't even really discuss James Cook numbers, but I'm just so glad we didn't go there because the Latavius Murray tilt tonight would have been it would have been just would have been awful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plus, like the Bills, like Josh Allen is awesome when playing from ahead, and they are a pass first team and they're aggressive. And like we're gonna need the Bucks not to like roll over, but I do not mind the idea of them being like up by a score or two for most of this game. And having Allen and and one of Allen's receivers, like that's fine. Yeah, if you pull up our 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 five leg, we kind of leaned yeah. into that game script a little bit more, right? So we we went with the under on Rashad White's rushing. We went with the over on Baker's rushing. Baker has hit that four six games. The Bills have allowed it in four of the last five, and Tyrod is one of the guys that they've played. But the others were like T Law. Uh, Howell and then Mac Jones have are the four dudes that have hit it against the Bills in the last five games. Um, I mean, that's oh, oh, another Shakir. Shakir is our oh, generation. Dalton Kincaid. The low A dot stuff. I keep thinking like that's got to give him up. tight end eligibility already. Look at this yeah. guy. Yeah. But uh, Mayfield feels like a good bet for that in, and also probably won't be kneeling right. Like that's one of the issues with these like ten right. yard quarterback things. You might get some kneels late in the game. I know some people who had uh, Hertz number last week in Sunday Night Football, was it, where he had like 25 on the dot. There was like some 25-plus, you know, parlays, and he lost four yards on the final three kneels of the game. He finishes at 21, and it's like it's kind of brutal. Um, we won't, in, in that script, presumably have Baker kneel downs either, and, and they'll be throwing a lot more potential for scrambles. I think that all correlates really nicely. Yeah, so just for uh... – the the other two picks we have in the five leg, Greg uh, uh, Gretch mentioning the uh, nine and a half rushing yards higher for Mayfield. We ended up getting some CLV on that too. I think that closed at ten and a half. And then Rashad White, we took the lower on his forty five and a half rushing yards. And partly because Ben, I know you are anticipating Chase Edmonds maybe having a, a bigger role than people imagine. Yeah, I thought he should have been a bigger. A more interesting pickup. I, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens, but um, in a in a, I, I'm trying to think about the way to put this because I don't think he's going to be like a league winner. But mm-hmm. uh, in a landscape where Emery Demarcado two weeks ago as like a short term play was a two, you know a couple hundred dollar waiver ad, it didn't make a lot of sense to me that Edmonds wasn't like a hundred dollar average bid this week. Like I thought he should have been a guy that people were in on. He got hurt in week two. Uh, Rashad White had already had a really rough week one. Edmonds was playing on the first drive, got hurt on that first drive. The announcers were talking. I, I reference this sometimes in Stealing Signals, but they do the production meetings. The announcers were talking during that uh, little segment where Edmonds was on the field that the team had told them that, that they wanted to get Edmonds more involved. I think they thought of him as sort of their second back. Or it, To me, I, after week two, I, I surmised that there were, you know, wrote that I thought that they uh, were going to maybe lean towards a little bit of a split there in week two. But obviously Evans goes down, so they didn't. And then they tried some stuff with Sean Tucker. They tried some stuff with with Keyshawn Vaughn. No one else has been able to step up in this backfield. There's no competition. I don't think Evans is like super amazing, but like it's probably the weakest running back group that he's returning to that we've had for an NFL team in I, I, like, that I can remember. 
at like at one time. Like Keyshawn Vaughn is not it. We've seen enough of him. Rashad White is pretty clearly not it as a runner. He's been better as a receiver this year. And Sean Tucker was a UDFA that we all liked, but I think like part of the reason like Sean had him on the zero RB list is he didn't like Rashad White. He didn't like, White. Yeah. yeah, he was betting against those yeah. guys. And Tucker hasn't been it either. And there's a reason he didn't get drafted. The NFL, you know, kind of told us they, they weren't really into this dude. Chase Edmonds, two of the last three years were his best years of his career. It was the offseason before this past one, 18 months ago, where he signed the $6 million guaranteed deal with Miami. The NFL, obviously there was some, you know, maybe Miami just was bidding against themselves, but it seems like there was some market for him. And uh, flamed out there, got traded to the uh, Broncos, flamed out there. But I feel like fantasy managers might think he's more dead than the NFL does. He might get a little deference from the Bucs. They might, in my opinion, have been waiting for him to come back with how bad their running game has been, thinking he's going to give our running game a little bit of a boost because nothing else is. And they haven't even been rumored to be adding anybody in the free agency market. There's been fantasy people have talked about, like, maybe Fournette will land back there, but I haven't heard anything that's like the Bucks. No, are I don't think he, he has to be. He has to be released from the Bucks. I don't think there's any chance he could. It's like the one right. team I don't think he'd go to. Yeah, and, and I think have you heard anything about other free agent backs to them? No. So I think who they've are, been kind are, of waiting for Edmonds as that guy. Like when he's ready yeah. to go, he'll be there. And then this week, he uh, full practice all week, not on the injury report, no designation going into this game. It was his first chance to to be eligible to be activated. He started his practice window last week, was ready to go. They activated him off IR yesterday. I'm pretty sure they had until today at like 4 p.m. Eastern to do that. We've seen in the past the the day of the game activations off IR. They were like, no, we're, we're you know, he's ready to go on Wednesday. These are all like little minor things, but I think there's a chance that like for a guy who in high stakes was like didn't even get picked up in every league. He was a one dollar pickup to like ten dollar. I, I saw him go for fifty in one league. Every other league, it was like really really cheap. It's yeah. just surprising to me. I think he could literally walk into a like a fifty percent snap roll t- tonight. It'll, it'll be interesting. I I agree with you that he should have been more on people's radar, but it doesn't surprise me why people aren't interested because it's like everyone has seen the Rashad White, and you're like, what do you get when you're right on who's the starting back in the in right. the Bucks? And I just don't think people are excited about that in yeah. general. So they're not hunting for yeah. the backup. The, th- the reason I've had trouble getting ex- – there's two reasons that I've had trouble getting excited. And I kind of liked him. You eventually sold me on him, and we have him in a bunch of spots now as like a cheap guy and especially as a as a take-a-peak. So that was yeah. the other really nice thing about picking him up right. this week. And honestly, one of the reasons that he shouldn't have been on, under the radar anywhere is that you can literally drop him in high-stakes leagues if he doesn't do anything tonight. Like he should be 100% owned tonight. You right. know, maybe a, not, like maybe not tomorrow. He's like the best yeah. It's like the best take a peek ever because we're gonna get get a sense of, you know, like, like I was at one point kind of chuckling with with you about like you know this this like the data points we're using to to get there, but like it's to me it was funny because it's like it's week eight and like we're just like there's <laughs> there's like not like you have to go into like into the lab and try to figure out then if right. there's some some signals that other people are missing here. And like this could be one of those signals that like yeah. there's, you know, they are interested in this guy taking over more of the rushing work, and and we would have already known that if he hadn't immediately gotten hurt in week two. Um, it's like it's really nice that you're going to get a chance if you if you did grab him yesterday to know to to get a, a much better idea of how 
much truth there is to that and then be able to move on for like no loss, especially since he was so cheap. So that part about it, I love. I think the, um, the couple of reasons I haven't been able to get like super excited um, is that the Bucks have the worst run blocking line, according to ESPN's pass or uh, run block win rate. So you got, it's like, what do you win when you win questions for me there? And then came out this week, the receiver metrics, Rashad White's actually running back three in the receiver metric on ESPN behind Samaji Pirine and Christian McCaffrey. Um, but he was pretty good last year, too. So Samaji Pirine is the top. Yeah, Samaji Pirine's number one. Yeah. Um, over the last two years combined, Don't tell Sean Payton. <laughs> White, White is uh, RB6 behind McCaffrey, Jalen Warren, my boy, Austin Eckler, Samaji Pirine again, and Josh Jacobs. So. It's not like he runs a good receiving back. He was for the he's the a good receiving back. Too. Yeah, yeah. I think like he's um he's gonna have some kind of role in the offense. So that's the other part of it too. Is like Edmonds yeah. is probably capped at, at you know I don't know fifty five percent of snaps or something. But the rushing but the work is there for the taking. Is, the is continued upside, yeah. Too there, yeah. And, and he it, could he could just take the rushing role. Like White is sucked. <clears throat> and as I you know. I, I, I laid out my whole like tinfoil hat reading the tea leaves. Oh, he's in. I was going to say that he has. Oh, no, it's Keyshawn Vaughn was the second back in. That sucks. So, yeah, it's probably not going to happen. Like the, the, the uh, <laughs> I was just going to say the second drive started, Rashad White was still on the field, and now Vaughn comes on as the second back. So, clearly, uh, yeah, I mean, I was kind of nervous for these first couple drives because I also wrote him up today. Was hoping to see him play by this point. <laughs> so, yeah, not it's, ideal. I think it's. And one thing, you know, I feel like I've learned in maybe the Rams situation kind of similar. Like, I still think Miles Gaskin is like more talented than Darrell Henderson and probably brings more to that offense right now than yeah. Henderson. But that element of trust and familiarity, like, it's just so clear that the coaches care about that a ton. And, you know, same thing with Edmonds just getting called up, probably his first full week of practice in a long right. time. And they're like, we've had Vaughn in here forever. You know, it's yeah. like you just can't shortcut that trust thing with these coaches for sure but part of what i have tried to make the case for was that they maybe were like waiting on Edmonds. is why they haven't been rumored in the free and they agent still market. could be they still could be. yeah they, they still could be it could take a couple weeks but i i did especially with the full practices and not having an injury designation i did sort of hope that they would use him in these first couple of drives in this game yeah and, and that would be an indication yeah. of that yeah, me too. <laughs> Paul, Paul, Chase Edmonds season 1025 to 1026. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's about it. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, we've had a few of those, man. That, that's the crazy thing, like, about, about these middle of the season weeks. Like, you have to, last year I was thinking about how excited I got about Mike Boone. And I just, like, had us picking up Mike Boone everywhere, remember? And yeah, but that's, like, what, yeah. Yeah. That That's what nothing. we're doing, though. Like, even when I wrote it up, I was like, he's 80% to be a zero. But in, to your point, Pat, and this is the, one of the things I wrote up, like, in week eight, you shouldn't be able to get a guy that you can make an argument could be stepping into a big piece of the backfield, like, right. just because he's healthy now, for $10 out of 1000 Yeah, no, that's budget. true. 
And That's I do true. think Gretch, there's also unpacking why there was less interest is it is that like out of sight, out of mind thing in the same way in DFS, the guy who was injured the week before or whatever, people never want to play them. Whereas yeah. say a guy like Pierre Strong, right? People saw him on the field. And so mm -hmm. even though he might be projecting for a similar role upgrade as Edmonds, it's like, well, I saw this one guy and I haven't seen the other one. And therefore one is worth more than the other. John Warner here in the chat, our, our badge bro, said a, a Tampa Bay beat reporter suggested Evans would be second up. That's, I mean, if you're reading the tea leaves, you're looking at basically everything. That was the impression I got. I, that was like, yeah, it seemed pretty clear. Like the way that they activated him off IR yesterday, some of the stuff I saw, like comments and, and stuff, and like in some one of the Tampa Bay blogs uh, related to that, it was like they're ready for Evans to come back and be a jolt into the rushing attack. You know, like the team, that? that was a I terrible kick. I, I I agree with Sam Sam here too. Like it's just you're on the road, you are projected to lose. It's fourth and two against a good team. How are you just not going for it? I mean, what do you? This is you, this is the alternative. Okay, but that was a funny ass kick. We would have missed that. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> You legit could have made that from 50? I want to see that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. Shout out, Producer Phil. Maybe Edmonds has a headache. It could be. It could just be a little honestly, headache. Could be. <clears throat> these, these teams never factor in the point spread, which they should because the point spread is a pretty accurate representation of, of your quality versus the other team's quality. But like, they're never like, I'm a dog, so I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for the variance. it. Like, yeah. A, a thing that literally myself as a madden player in high school who's awful at madden all my buddies were better and we would do tournaments i intuitively bled the clock the play clock on every play to reduce the number of plays going against my opponents because i knew every time they had the ball they had a better chance of scoring and i needed to ratchet up the very you the arthur everyone smith of madden me. is that what you're telling me you're, yeah. you're, you're, no, everyone hated me because i was the guy burning the whole play clock down but it's just like how did he subbed out all those good players <laughs> Sounds like it was, was horrible to play against you. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> but we're playing for money. And I'm like, you guys are all better than me. So I got to ratchet up the experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I got to play Pete. That's amazing. You call me a bad dick. We were playing for money, all right? Players win. Arthur Smith learned from Pete. Yeah, I almost even. <laughs> Players win. Look how quickly you, you, you're all about, like, offense and pace and then as soon as you get on the sticks you're like all right baby we're slowing this thing down <laughs> i'm a big dog but we're playing for money and my parents don't own fedex okay so i had to do <laughs> whatever it took to try to win oh, man. <laughs> any of your family members a producer on the blind side or no <laughs> oh man we have fun with arthur smith i didn't <laughs> <laughs> okay. What I was just gonna say isn't even true, so it's not relevant. But it's the internet. You're allowed to say stuff that's not yeah, true. Yeah, we're on the internet. Man. <laughs> Don't let truth stop you. Oh, uh, Eric says I need a reason to grow a creeper stash. I mean, it would it would take me about a year uh, to get a creeper stash. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with you there. <laughs> that kind of surprised me, Pat, because you got like the dark. Thick head of hair. I would assume that you could grow like a good stash. No, well, I can grow a stash. That's about all I can grow. Um, but it's like, it's not thick. You know, it's it just. Yeah. It's not even. It'd almost be better if it was thinner. Like it's just like in this <laughs> interim. 
kind of just like, Ugh, why is that on your face? Take that off your face. <laughs> I just don't like that on your face. Yeah. It's not good. And also, like, some of the hairs are, like, kind of red. I don't have any red hair, like, here. Anywhere else on your body? Nowhere Weird. else. It's just here, like, a little... They're not, like, full... Full red, they sort of they just like glint a little red. It's not. A I mean, at this point, you have to grow out a mustache so we can see this. Like, Greg, you said this. anywhere else on your body was so <laughs> yeah. very provocative. I know he like really wanted to know. It's no, was, there's no, there's no red pubes, Greg. Greg you didn't want to go there, so I was finishing your sentence for you. You're like, I don't have any red hairs. And I was like, anywhere else in your body? All right, let's go. We're adults here. No, let's just say the just carpet doesn't match the drapes, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it matches. Freshman year of college, everyone did the uh, like no shave November, and everyone was doing mustaches. And like partly as a bit, and partly not. I tried to dye my peach fuzz blonde mustache, um, and then it probably looked like what Pat's mustache would look like. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, wasn't a good look, but I tried. I got an older brother who can't grow facial hair, and then I can grow it. It's so funny. Like, we're the only two males of our generation, and he always jokes about it. He's the older brother, but, like, even in, like, high school, he would – like, I ended up taller than him. He would joke that I'm his little big brother because, like, I would get, like – I'd be able to grow facial hair, and he has, like, peach fuzz, and he looks, like, super young. But, yeah, you guys saw the stash that I could grow last – or two years yeah. ago when I did the, the – that's, that's real. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, my dad has a mustache. He's had a mustache like his entire adult life, basically. Um, it's fine. It's a regular mustache. Yeah. It's totally fine. That's what's so bizarre. Yeah, my dad, like, you know, all of his photos, even his wedding photos, and when I was a kid, just, just this super thick mustache. I could never – it would take me like four years of living out in the wilderness <laughs> to even be able to approach that. I was like, what happened? I don't know. All right. How about some – I don't know. I'll just throw it out there. Maybe a pass to Dalton Kincaid. Yeah, that would be ideal. That would be pretty sweet. Oh, he's downfield on this one. Oh, there it is. She oh, oh I thought that was where Man. Kincaid was running his route. He was stopped in the middle of the field. God, was Shakir on the board? Could we have added him to any of these? Yeah, I mean, I, someone was talking about it earlier. He had a very low number, I think. He's already oh, gone over yeah. all of it. Guys, look. I really want to win. I want to unlock the giveaway. I want to keep the heater going. But there is just incredible equity in Liam typing through a Kincaid oh, bagel. Kincaid wasn't even on the a field. Kincaid, a Kincaid bagel is a win. Like, if we get a Z, <laughs> I, like a true bagel, like not, oh, we only had like one catch for six yards. No. I need a fucking zero. And I and then, and then I think we should do the giveaway, to be honest. I think we should do the giveaway if we get a zero. I know okay. it's against the rules. It's not what we're doing, yes. but yes. I think we should. Yes. We if will. Kincaid has a stone bagel, for sure. We are yeah. for sure I doing the giveaway. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Liam, anywhere, Liam's anywhere. the king of the spin zone. He's going to be like, Shakir unlocks a new element to this offense. I really like it right now. I, I like this. Zero, we win. Anything there, from there one to Oh, the, he got in. Okay, he can middle no, we'll us on this. Take him down at the one. You go back to him. He, All he right, didn't sorry, guys. get in. Get... And for our James Cook bags, they just he he got the carry from the eight, and then they took him out for uh, oh my for Latavius. God. We also power. have 
Josh Allen fantasy points, and we're about to watch a Latavius Murray rushing TD. Now, well, maybe. At least they're not doing the tush push. At least the tush push isn't in the Bills vocabulary. We need that for could do Josh Allen's fantasy design run. How about, how about a pass to Kincaid? Yeah, stuff like Yes, you That's suck, stuff. Latavius Murray. There we go. The thesis of the He'll go for this, I think. <laughs> mm. Let's get that Josh Allen rushing touchdown, huh? He's sweet. <laughs> Is this true? What did he say? Vadim says Liam hedged Kincaid earlier today, saying that he might be hurt by Knox being that missing. Doesn't make might any fucking sense at all. You can't do that. that. Makes no sense. Liam, that's amazing. Uh, I mean, right, neither of these guys pass blocking really. That doesn't make any sense. Oh, they're running the clock out. End of the quarter. Damn. Uh, Fourth and goal. What are they going to do? They might kick this. I really hope not. That's so what were they doing there, running the clock down for the quarter from the one? Were they trying to get a offside yeah. so they could get it to the yeah. half yard line? Did you? Yeah, they get a first down, right? Wouldn't they? Or no? I guess they wouldn't. No, it's yeah, in, what's it's the in, point cool. of that? Yeah, you're right. Look who it is, Mike Show, baby, joining us here live from the Buffalo Bills den. It's the voice <laughs> of the Buffalo Bills here every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. A real broadcaster for the first time on this show. <laughs> it's an exciting debut. What an honor. What's the score? You're not watching? It's, well, it's I'm 51. Nothing. I'm probably three plays behind. I got three nothing end of the quarter, you said? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I, I have Allen 10 to 1 to score the first touchdown. Do you think they do it? Ooh. Ooh. I, I, very I really very well so. could right That's now. That's a good yeah. one. We're aligned. They, they ran him on the second play to make a point like, we'll do this, but we don't want to. And he sort of preserved mm -hmm. his shoulder as he fell, but now it's fourth and goal at the one, right? Right. It's, yeah. That's and, a big and third spot. goal at the one didn't work. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a a big stuff. Spot. Mike, and did you see this guy here? I'm sorry. No, I was just going to ask, did you see the Khalil Shakur breakout game coming? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did last year at this time. <laughs> not, not tonight. No. Yeah. <laughs> I do have some some best ball shares doing the Undertaker I gift do. right now well, with Khalil yeah, Shakur. Because well. <laughs> yeah. it wasn't well. until like what late July, early August that we're all like, nah, it's actually Hardy. Who's who's probably the guy you want? Hardy made sense, but that's the whole dilemma with this stuff. Like Tyquan Thornton made sense all summer, but, but I picked up some Keyshawn Boutte just in case, and now it's Demario <laughs> Douglas. Like you just, how are you supposed yeah. to know sometimes? When I when I booked you, I did not think you were going to be, you know, turning the uh, Taekwon Thornton knife this early into your set. <laughs> Listen, I've been talking about the Bills all day. I could be up for anything. <laughs> what what's going on? What's new with you? How's your season been? You know, mixed. Uh, like everybody's, you try to figure out how you missed what you missed. Um, you know, the thing about this year, you you're, you coined best ball summer. And that's so uh, – didn't you? No? Thanks for coining so, that, Pete. I'll take credit <laughs> yeah. for it. Who coined Best Ball Summer? Who coined any of these things? Bring he coined back. everything because he's really good at popularizing it. So If you just say okay. Pete did it, it's a good bet. <laughs> yeah, it's a good bet. <laughs> okay, well, whoever coined Best Ball Summer, I heard you say it all summer. So, But it really is interesting. Like the summer was drafting, and it was communal, like the FSGA, the Expo industry drafts, pros versus Joes, the deep end invitational. I mean, just Vegas, right? We're all together. And then you get to even the middle of the season, let alone the end, and sort of 
nobody cares if you're winning, they don't want to hear it. And if you're losing, you don't want to mention it. So it all happens kind of in solitude at this point. The whole spirit of the of the uh, hobby is the drafting and the being yep. together and playing together. And, you know, uh, you That's wish it. the season could end as soon as the draft is Let's over. Let's go. No. Oh, I got too excited four. about the target. Didn't even see the defender. Ooh. I, no, I love I that other people are going to tell me how the Bills are doing. This is the first time in my life. I don't like the quick <laughs> throw there. Why are they doing a quick throw? Sorry, Mike. Like, no, I, I want it. I want it. That's just such Mike, a what are you watching on? I got Amazon Prime over here on my TV, but I'm probably at hold, least a hold it up on your phone or your laptop. It's it's much faster. It's much Fubo? faster. Fubo? Yeah. Sorry, what were you gonna say, Gretch? What, no, no, a phone? Just Amazon Prime app on your phone. Yeah. Yeah, it's way faster. Guys, guys, come on. Don't do the next gen though, even oh, though it is great. It's uh it's slower. Okay. Is that that's Edmonds? Here we go, Gretch. So let's go. We just need to start the second Gretch. quarter. It better, it's better than anything. It's not Rashad White for that long. Yeah, honestly, right. It's great. Yeah, great for that long. I was like, I don't care what happens as long as it, they just don't use it, Rashad is White. This, is this play call and the one before perhaps not the ultimate proof that they don't want Josh Allen taking hits? I mean, yeah. uh, it, it's week eight and you're four and three. Well, I, I was surprised. I'm like, this is a tush push play for 14 other teams in the league. Right. And you have one of the biggest. <laughs> I think that that Purdy concussion is going to change things. I don't know if you guys saw that camera angle from the overhead, but he took a pretty big hit. That's where that concussion came from on, oh, on really? a tush push. Okay. And a lot of, oh, that's PI. Oh, you can't hit Chase Edmonds like that. Give the guy some respect. Future Hall of Famer <laughs> Chase Edmonds. That was my yearbook quote. You cannot hit Chase Edmonds like that. It's- <laughs> You're not the first well, person. That was to prescient, say. dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's not but, even a good uh, pass. It's not even the pass to Kincaid. I'm sorry, I'm behind. Yeah, the pass to Kincaid was not great. No, it's not even yeah. a good pass. It's a weird play call for fourth and one from the one. That's a. It feels a little too cute. You're trying to announce Kincaid when you really don't need to be thinking like that. You know, just score. Yeah. Well, Liam offense, actually phoned in that play. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's about time the Bills taking oh. start, stop taking play calling suggestions from fans. <laughs> what are and draft what are you, suggestions? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> what are the what's the tenor of calls you get from Bills fans? Like after that game against the Giants last Monday night, which was an atrocity to watch. What what are people saying? Fire everybody. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, pretty pretty much just like. This is why I've been right the last five years that despite the fact that they've been 50 and four, uh, everybody that they actually employ is terrible at their jobs. So, I mean, I I went to the dentist on Tuesday morning. The Bills lost to the Patriots on Sunday afternoon. I'm I'm lying behind one person. This is Buffalo, right? For for better and worse. I'm in line behind a woman to pay my bill at the dentist. My my, uh, hygienist is standing to my right. And she just sort of turns around. She doesn't recognize me, I think, but she turns around. She's like, you watch the Bills game? And, you know, yes. And she said, they suck. And I'm just trying to, I just got my teeth cleaned. I'm trying to check out. And I got to hear about how McDermott is, it's time for him to go and how Dorsey is terrible. And they just let, let Alan can do no wrong. Let Alan, you know, be Alan, all this stuff. I'm just, I'm just the dentist. 
Well, that's incredible, Mike, that you're just aura in presence brings out people wanting to vent about the right. bills. It's like your job, but no matter where you go, you continue or carry that with you. Right. That was it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's amazing. I had a dentist appointment yesterday too, uh, as well, and I learned that my uh, dentist, a, a very nice Asian lady, plays fantasy football. She asked me what I do, and, and she, she wanted some tips for, for fantasy football. So that was that happened to me too. I was also just recently at the dentist, and uh, <laughs> the dentist plays fantasy football, and he was asking Guys, me what the name of my site is and everything. Believe this, <laughs> <laughs> but the Brad, the uh, the like the tech. I don't know the not the dentist, but the person. I don't dental know dental hygienist. Dental hygienist. There you go. So she was like, we kind of had this like little conversation, you know, and she's just like. Fucking hate fantasy football because <laughs> her, hus- <laughs> her husband's like obsessed with fantasy football. Oh, that's so great. she's she's like, so you're so obsessed with it, you turn it into your career. And I was like, but she like kind of said it like a little like fucking thing. She's mad like, at you for making content out of me. Yeah, you're yeah, popularizing like, yeah. it. You're, you're the <laughs> reason that's that my husband doesn't love me. <laughs> she's like, yeah, we, he won. He won his big money league. He won. I don't know. Like, wasn't I don't know. He might have won like six hundred bucks. And he's like. See, baby, one six hundred bucks. She's like, "This is not every year." (laughs) (laughs) No, but but Shope, you were just saying how (laughs) I think it was a really interesting point, and I've thought about this before. How fantasy football is all about draft season, beginning of the year when everyone's engaged. Everybody cares about it. We love to talk crap with our friends and everything, but people fall off as their teams get bad, and then there's only a few amount of teams that make the playoffs, and then. There's a few weeks there where people check out. And by the time you get to the championship, like I've had a league that's been around for 20 years and people love to talk crap, but you're all on fumes. There's only two people that care at that point, right? And so the, they win their championship and like next summer, we're going to talk about who won the championship last year. Right. Oh yeah, okay. congratulations, right. you know. I do. A, we do a baseball league in Philadelphia every March. Uh, it's a 30 plus year old league, guys from all over the country it is the weekend. Like there are dinners, it's breakfast beers. There's an NL draft on the Saturday morning. There's an AL draft on the Sunday morning. It's just the best. Then after each draft, if if you can stay in town long enough, somebody runs the Sims. Somebody runs 10,000 Sims on who's going to win. I'd rather win the Sims than the league because when you win the Sims, what? Is this Leone running these Sims? No, don't (laughs) tell him. Don't tell him. No, don't tell him. So I'd rather win the Sims the lead because that takes out all the randomness. You're the team that's supposed to win, right? Yeah. And everybody drinks to you like, oh, I guess you have the best team. The season plays out. Then it's October or November. Who even cares? Somebody wins the league, again, in solitude. Maybe three people congratulate you, and then it's four months of silence. Like, oh, here we go. There it is. Here we go. Here we go. You just won it. That, you just won, show. He has oh. no idea. He's gonna I've never won anything in my life. <laughs> you just won, baby. Ten minutes from just, now, we're gonna see you get pumped. You're doing a monologue about how you don't even want to win things, <laughs> and then you win. I've made a lifetime of talking about sports without watching them, so that's that's yeah. appropriate. You guys, after after uh, Peter Jennings, CSU Rams, big sweat when he came on a couple weeks ago. We are our guests come on, tell us about their sweats, and they hit. Like this is a yes, it's true. true. It's just what Man, happens. Fast. Maybe I should celebrate with a beverage. I don't know. You should. 
how, back here. That is so funny thinking about you guys simming results. Rem imagine if Yahoo replaced their like you get a B plus grade on your draft. It's like we are processing ten thousand sims to say who wins. That's it. You could take a percentage of a fantasy league's money and just pay it to the person who wins the sims. That's true. Because but, but, then they haven't had everybody get hurt yet. Like they the might deserve it. Thing is. You could have absolutely smashed a draft, right? And they would say, like, you have a 23% chance of winning this 12-person league, which oh, yeah, is just yeah, yeah. an insanely good right. chance. And people would be like, fuck, 23%? This is bullshit. Like, they would think that you gave them a D plus if you told them <laughs> yeah. they had a 23% right. chance of winning the league. <laughs> That's funny. That's one of the fun parts of being uh, a fantasy analyst over, you know, multiple years. Like, I'm off on my own. I write some signals. I got re returning readers. But like, not all my readers are winning their leagues. I think it's kind of amazing that I've had any of them come back because, like, I mean, when you're when you're getting advice from random people, if if I mean, your expectation is like it's win or lose, but it's one out of twelve. People don't really realize, right? It's like it's right, not right. easy to win a league. Well, that's the dilemma when you're talking advance rates with people in, in BBM and such. Like, oh, how are you doing? Like, well, I'm not doing the best, but I kind of have a Baltimore Miami thing happening that might be good. You know, you just don't even really want to talk about it yet. Is that part of the extended conversation with the lady from the dentist? You're telling her. about your <laughs> no, That was her talking to me. You know, she, she was worried that maybe Tennessee playing Houston twice in the fantasy playoffs wouldn't actually be that good. <laughs> You're like, Tajay Spears might actually be the beneficiary <laughs> of those juicy matchups. I tell you what, I've been watching content all summer. Every single time, I thought maybe sometimes it was sarcastic. They kept pointing out that Houston was Tennessee's opponent twice in the fantasy playoffs. Now I think maybe I want Houston guys. That's what she said. Then I left. I just walked out. Enough with the floss. <laughs> I'll floss next year. That's great. Shope, you do one of the most intense fantasy drafts that's out there every every year we we've been in vegas for the last couple of years you've done it in vegas after the thursday night football game it's i love the timing too it's right after the thursday night football game like everyone should be drunk but you guys have to stay sober and figure out this this draft where it's what bare knuckle i was thinking of it, it was white knuckle but i think they call it the bare knuckle draft right you guys get no electronics you get no lists you get no paper you get nothing all you need to do you can't have a combo manager. You show up. You're by yourself, and you draft a 28 round best ball draft. I'm mistaken. Can have a co manager, right? Like you can do you, an alternate. You can. You can oh. have a co manager, but nothing else. You're right, Ben. Okay. Not 28 rounds, 30 second clock. 30 second like, clock. You have to split the draft, though, right? You can't like be together the whole time. Right. You can tap out at some point, Tag and then your partner down. comes in. You can't go yeah. back in. Oh, interesting. Between us, this year. It was a little bit too rowdy. Like I got through it, but there was too much going on in the peanut gallery. Was it Steph who got in oh, trouble? Steph. It, it, it was it was Steph. Yeah, she was. Uh, <laughs> I had Philly guys to my left, and they just couldn't stop trying to make fun of it all night. So, um, but you know, you want to say something like, but it just I felt like it would already it would already be too disruptive, and I just couldn't. Um, but I'm not making excuses. Like. You know, I just I'm trying to get through those and make decisions that make sense and not forget anybody. Yeah, but it, it's I hard didn't know win. they allowed people in the peanut gallery. That's that doesn't make a lot it's, of sense because you got to do it I all know. memory, 28 rounds late at night. My question was, what's the preparation process like for them? What do you? What is your like? Because you got I know you guys spent a lot of time like grilling each other 
on kickers and stuff. One of the Go Bills guys does it with you yeah. as well. Yeah, no, uh, Nick and Sean, Go Nick. Bills, two-time defending FFPC oh, main do. event champions. He, he's on his own. Nick has done the thing two years in a row by himself as well. And he, like, it's the SAT only you die if you fail. Like, it's super <laughs> intense with names and flashcards and, like, every day. I have just sort of treated it as all the drafting I'm doing is enough. But at this point, I can't, I can't say it is. Uh, Nick's in a close third in that. I'm nine. I started. So I, I, had, I drew the ace, which meant I could pick any draft position I wanted. And I picked two. And I'd like your opinions on this because I want somebody to play off of, you know, whether I'm 11 or two, just, okay, what does this guy need? And maybe I can gain some value that way. So I picked Chase at two, not McCaffrey. And then Gibbs off the opener. Everybody was giddy for how Gibbs looked in that first game against Kansas City. Just, you know, Montgomery exists, but Gibbs at 23, then Hurts at 26, and then Goddard. And so it's been uh, it's been a climb. If I was super prepared, I think that line of thought makes sense. If I felt slightly underprepared, I would want to be you know five, six, seven, and have more time each round to think about my decisions as opposed to having to go like bang bang on picks. Yeah, yeah. I think I was thinking I, middle. that I would want to be in the middle just for memory, just so I would be like, like, yeah. I think if I had more confidence, I would agree. Uh, I've always wanted to be on the ends because I want the breather. And then I can sort of look at Come the board on. and be Wrap like. Wrap up Rashad White. Okay. That is brutal. That's tackling. a long run of the year. Flag, that was a flag. Wait, flag. Oh, well, flag. The other fun stat with Chase Evans going into this week, he has four carries and his 14-yard run, his longest run, is longer than anything White's had all year. <laughs> four carry sample. We got a hole. He's still – Rashad White's I, long is still only 13 yards. I will say, Mike, it is a predicament. Not so back when like Pat and I first started going, we wanted to cover the bare knuckles draft because we were like all of the stuff, like people in a room drafting high stakes teams, you know, it's kind of interesting or whatever. But for like mass appeal, like these guys doing a draft 28 rounds with nothing like that's a hook. And it was a very interesting thing. And we had always talked to about, is there a way to cover this, to, to live stream it or document it? And it was always kind of like this hush-hush thing because guys like you need your space. You need to be able to think. But it is a bummer because of all the things that happen at high-stakes drafting weekends. That is by far the most interesting thing that should be covered in a more kind of yeah. marketable way. I think everybody's too tired. Everybody <laughs> has flown to Vegas within the last 48 hours and you watch the game and you're going to your Jose Andres dinner and you're going, you know, you're trying to get some gambling in and then uh, – the bare knuckle is the combination of like, okay, this is a super exciting, hard, serious thing. And then also like, let's just get through it. So <laughs> I, I might be done with it. I don't know. Like, I, I love the challenge and I, I would love any, I'd want to approach any sort of a startup bare knuckle thing that happens, but the Vegas scene seems like it's a little bit, okay. You know, I tried, I did it three years. Next question. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a question for you guys. Real quick, just to put a bow on it. What was the buy-in for that? People want to know. Thousand. Thousand. Now a question for us. Yeah. Do you have so Pete, sort of the 
as soon as we got started on the best ball after dark, you're like, I'm not going to let you interview me. So I don't want to get in sort of in, in your uh, dog. No, I'm feeling kind of lazy right now. You can interview me. <laughs> you're welcome to interview me. First, did I invent hot best ball summer? Yes, Mike. I did. It was my beautiful idea. I feel like, is there a player that jumps out to you right now as the player you most regret buying into this year? Oh, buying into. I mean, buying that's a laundry into. list. Um, by, yeah, Quentin Johnston is is one of my highest mm -hmm. exposures. And the reason I've been thinking about it a lot lately is in like all of the big board stuff, I was massively overweight Jordan Addison relative to Quentin Johnson. I thought Addison was a better prospect. And then I flipped that take come drafting season and Quentin Johnson was going two rounds cheaper. And I was like, why aren't these guys closer together? So uh, right now that one is is stinging because I have far more QJ than I do Addison. But do you regret how you got there? Like you got there because you were looking at your portfolio and all right, well, I need to sort of level off a little bit, right? Kind of. There's so much unknown at that point. Um. Yeah, I don't know if I want to let myself off. The, I mean, he was – I did think the gap was – was maybe too big um and i'm always going to take shots on those kind of guys right in in that in that offense a first round profile like that but i i also think i went into it with open eyes we knew he was probably a more volatile prospect yeah he was, he was boom bust i think yeah. everyone thought yeah. that yeah and i think but. addison is hitting a higher end of his outcome and everyone thinks that it was so like the argument for addison was that it was so clear and I don't think it was quite as clear as everyone wants it to be, but it is hitting to that degree. So that's the way it's going to go down. And that's fine. Uh, my mm. answer would be Rashad Penny. I really mm. push for a yeah, lot of Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a big that, one. But Gretch, actually to your point too, like one of the talking points that I still think is true, right? Even aside from QJ was Jordan Addison wouldn't be able to hit his full ceiling without a Justin Jefferson injury. That he was always going to be capped to a number two role. And I think Jordan Addison would have still had an awesome season. And we'll maybe find out in a few more weeks what he looks like. But the, this insane kind of target share, you know, that that's not happening when Justin Jefferson. So him getting right. unlocked without Jefferson, that helps expedites things. But I don't know if it changes that thesis necessarily. Right. Pat? Uh, yeah, Penny's a good one. But I – but. You know, like a few weeks ago, I might have said Deontay Foreman, you know, and then it's like Foreman gets run. And it's like, oh, there we go. So yeah. I almost feel like there's hope for Penny. Like, you know, it's a chaotic. League. Did the Maybe kicker's get helmet get ripped off of him? What is happening? Um, like, that's what happened. Dotson is one for me. Where I Dotson like is why I brought it up. Yeah, <laughs> I, didn't, I wasn't that into Dotson. I didn't think the argument for him this year was like that compelling, but there was just sort of like a. He's a second-year player. He was a first-round pick. He had an okay rookie season. And I think Howell is going to, like, chuck it around. And I think Brissett is good if Howell gets benched. So, I like, I should have a good quarterback here. I'm just going to, like, mix him in. But I, I took too much. And I liked Addison. I liked some of the other guys in that range. And I wish I had, like, Pickens. I, I wish I had more Pickens and less Dotson, you know? Not that yeah. I, like, exclusively took Dotson over Pickens or anything. But I definitely did that sometimes, and it's like God. Pickens looks like a like a stud, and Dotson, he just I don't know. He looked, he's he's behind Curtis Samuel right now. It's it's pretty ugly. Um, but but he, was, not, he might be a better player. He's dropping the ball um, in key spots, Dotson. He but, might be, but like yeah. even in terms of target earning and stuff, he's behind Samuel right now. The chat is saying in all caps: Josh Allen's in the tent. Kyle Allen is warming up. What happened? None of us saw it either. 
He I may have hurt it. his shoulder again. That so, sucks. Yeah. That sucks for the uh, Heather that, Prusak. Is that your colleague, Mike? Uh, I know who she is. Okay. I uh, just want to make sure I'm passing on a reputable Bills source. Uh, Kyle <laughs> Allen is warming up on the sideline, throwing to Dalton Kincaid as Josh Allen is still on the sideline. Medical. Those count as Dalton Kincaid receptions. We so, will follow would, this, but I'd like to add on Dotson. So, yes. to me, the the struggle I'm Franchise having is quarterback is in the tent right now, and the Bills yeah, radio guy goes, "Hey, guys, he wants to talk, talk about, about a dot." Well, I'm on your show, right? I mean, he's in here to talk fantasy. <laughs> he's here to talk fantasy. It was, just, it was just very funny. On my show, I might have done that differently. <laughs> but Dotson, like everything, pointed up for me. And when did we draft him? Round nine or something like that? Like it was sort of a wide receiver Seven, four or five. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like sitting there. Noah McLaurin was kind of iffy. No running back. Maybe Howell's good. Like Pat said, like anything could have gone right here. But I didn't consider Eric Bieniemy exactly copying Kansas City's distribution, like the, the route tree stuff. It's like nine, 10 targets per game, and Logan Thomas is more relevant. You didn't think Bieniemy was going to make him sky more? <laughs> no, I, I didn't think about Bieniemy. But if I had, Pat, I would have thought about one example would be Josh McDaniels with Jacobs, because last summer we're going, well, okay, well, maybe Jacobs. He hasn't had a great career, but he's talented, except that the coach is going to, you know, spread carries and touches around because that's what New England always did. So we didn't draft Josh Jacobs. It's not it's not perfect. It's not apples to apples, but we didn't draft Josh Jacobs because what we had in mind on McDaniels was mm -hmm. there's not going to be a workhorse there. And on Washington, I sort of didn't care. I mean, the enemy equals good. Right equals productive, so I'll, I mean even better for Dotson. And so he's somebody where some of these guys you don't think you're making a mistake. Like stuff happens, and like I couldn't have got that right. Uh, but this is one where I can't decide. The good news yeah. is Josh Allen has come back on the field for your Buffalo Bills. So you got that doesn't he always? Doesn't he always? <laughs> Where's my? You know, yes. There's ones. There's ones like. Um, Did you say Bateman Razzle. already? Well, Daniel Rath threw Bateman in the chat, and he helped me with the rankings yeah. all summer, so he knows that I was uh, pushing Bateman up, if anything. But I'm like, there's some, yeah, there's some where I'm just like, oh that's just going to happen the way I oh, a pick on his first pass on Ooh. on a Kincaid target, nonetheless. Oh yeah. no! Oh man, don't love that. The um, I the Bateman thing to me is less Bateman and more a structural thing. I mentioned it was perceiving the Bateman yeah, that's true. tier and then mm -hmm. juxtaposing that to Nico Collins and Jacoby Myers being stone smashes like two, three rounds yeah. later and pretending like Burks and Bateman were so far ahead of those guys and even zooming out, not doing just like retrospective. It's like, were they that different of a probability bet? I thought, I yes. I think Collins I think felt yes. like a lower probability, but just because like there was so much uncertainty of like how much they even like Collins. Is Collins going to be out there all the time? Obviously, he's he, he looks. Collins awesome. has hit. Collins has hit a parlay because Stroud has been way higher than expected. That's the key. Coming. Yeah. That's the, the key. calling has been incredible. Their first year, first time offensive coordinator has been incredible, and Collins has been good. He's had all three of those things, which is great. And, 
And two of those things you had no idea would happen. Like you're stacking yeah. and you're building correlation and CJ Stroud is that was no the upside for, Bryce Young. If you want to tell yourself a story for Collins, but like I do think as far as like a wide receiver window closing 2023, I Peter, I think you make a really great point that it's it's fascinating that the guys at the back end of what we were calling the wide receiver window have largely busted the Bucks, Burt Bateman, QJ group. And the guys right behind that, which often are like really low win rate players, are are yes. doing pretty well. well. Many of those guys busted, but Meyer and Collins was, and and Thielen. Thielen was almost a, was he with that group? I guess he was. Yeah, so a little that's, bit that's further behind. Win, yeah. grown ass yeah. man catch right there and there. Hmm. But I do I, think the probabilities. I think that I I still think when you talk about the profiles of Bateman and QJ and Traylon Burks going into the year and what they were as prospects and what kinds of prospects hit and and how young rookie and second-year players can be so impactful. And from that range, last year, I, and I, I wrote about this in my, in my draft nice stuff. I went, too. Like, what, like, Burks might be really good. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Right? We might still learn from those guys. But, still, like, yeah. I'm bidding on him last now. year, that was Garrett Wilson. And then right behind it, it was, like, MVS. I mean, like, and, I, and I, I had those names in an article from last year that I remember I hit up in, in August to make this point again. You want those young guys over time. I know the year prior, it was there was some uh, good examples as well. But anyway. Did I, did I win again? Godwin? Yeah. Godwin, you have Godwin, too? Plus 650. <laughs> Let's go, Mike. Oh, yeah. First, first box TD. Who are you, oh you might, yeah. find someone in the chat, Taco Bell, if you hit both of those? I mean, how much could that cost? Do you have a third one? Do you have a third one? <laughs> yeah. You better stay I, on I have, if you do. I have four. I have – it's not a parlay. Allen, first touchdown, 10-1. to 1. Godwin, first touchdown, plus 650. Allen, over 21.5 rushing. Bills, minus 10. Okay. okay. You had me in the first half. I don't know about this Bills, minus 10 anymore, Homer. Well, well, that pays even money, so who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, let me get my beverage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the yeah. chat's asking if Bateman was also a parlay, Burke's a parlay. I mean, those guys had better profiles coming in. No, out. I mean, no. Like, yeah. I guess there's a thing of like, yeah, like Bateman needs to be good. Bateman like, wasn't a parlay in that the market it. had confidence in the Ravens' passing game yeah. being very good. Right. And it has the Burks thing, you could say, like quarterback situation. You got Burks was that. more of a parlay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is Bateman dead, though? I mean, I know he's playing behind other guys. I don't They're think so he's good. I, the he thing is, always like he's out there. I don't really get it. Yeah. The draft capital investment, shouldn't they want to sort of what – what if they're really good? Shouldn't Bateman be a priority? Like these teams just – you you see them do things and you think organizationally it doesn't make sense and maybe the coach and the GM or the owner don't even talk, like the Falcons. You know, that's not to – Yeah, to they seem to be pretty in on Beckham. I, I think it's annoying that like Beckham came back and he got a bunch of targets last week and had a really high first read target rate. It seems like they're like, all right, we got, we got to make sure we get – Odell Beckham involved, but it's like, do, do you? What if you? What if you didn't? <laughs> do you? <laughs> like Zay Flowers is definitely pretty good. I think he's early on. I was pretty skeptical of him. Like week three or something, I was like, I don't know. It's a lot of screens. It's really shallow. A dot. Like, like let's see. And I think we've seen he looks pretty good. Um, he, he's getting used downfield. He's he's been efficient. He's 
able to get open. He rates he rated really well in open score. Um, so I, I'm sold on Flowers, and it makes sense that they would be prioritizing him, which then makes it tough for Bateman because you have Andrews there too. So now we're talking about like the Ravens' number three receiver already. Um, why he's not really in the mix ahead of Beckham and and even Aguilar sometimes? I don't really know, but. What do you guys want for Derrick Henry? What do we want for him? I mean, that that presupposes that we have a rooting interest in Derrick Henry. Right, exactly. Davis is not in the the room. I mean, if you're a Derrick Henry fan, you would love him on the Ravens. I mean, that's a smash. Yeah. You're willing to sacrifice those two matchups against the Texans to get Derrick Henry on the Ravens, I'll tell you that much. If, he, if it ends up being traded to Houston, that could be uh, complicated for the, the best. <laughs> That'd be funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> Derrick Henry gets the Titans twice in the fantasy playoffs. Two revenge games. Dude, they, his, the, they the practice beat reports Carolina. on him in December. They <laughs> like, beat Carolina. One of their interchangeable running backs, you know, goes down. Let's go. We're, we're almost in first place, you know. They only want a third-round pick. Yeah. Houston against Tennessee, weeks fifteen and seventeen. Is anybody has anybody considered that? I have not. I've not considered it until right now. But I'm are, there, are there any like real? Is there any real buzz on the Henry stuff, or is it just because the Titans was, are so bad? I've seen Baltimore. some Ravens uh, right. rumors. Baltimore, Buffalo, Dallas, Green Bay. Buffalo does not need Derrick Henry. What does Buffalo need? Peter. Well, honestly, honestly, Derrick Henry on the Bills four more times is what they more, need. To do. More passes to Khalil Shakir. No, I don't know. It's a really, it's a really interesting puzzle right now. The Bills. I mean, Allen has been so good. Diggs has been so good, but they're kind of in between. Allen can't even figure out how to describe what they're where they're at right now. Another ten ten. With Tampa, like they're playing fine, but that interception again, and then just they've had a tough time of it this year. So they the the GM has been a, a trade guy. Like you would love him in your fantasy league, Brandon Bean. He traded for Diggs. He's been out there doing stuff. I think they do something. They've had massive losses on defense, not even including Von Miller, who's barely playing. I'm not sure about tonight. Um, they're going to want to do something. They're going to be they could be four and four. Mike, they need another receiver, I think. I think that's well, the that, that's the issue. That's what I was just going to ask because didn't it come out? And tell me if I'm wrong because I you would know the particulars. They wanted a receiver in this draft, right? And then they were all off the board. And then Dalton Kincaid was kind of the galaxy brain consolation prize that we can get this in a different form. Is that how it went down? I thought the guy, if they were going to be able to pick from the receivers at 25 or whatever it was assuming JSN had been picked because JSN sort of slid to 20 yeah. in that draft. I think their guy would have been flowers. No one has told me that, but there was yeah. the most sort of buzz around that. But I bought Kincaid as an idea. The problem was always, and it still is rookie season. Like you're trying to win a Super Bowl, and maybe he is the next Travis Kelsey, but acclimating to the position in your, in your rookie season is very rare. So, yeah. um, I, I don't know. I don't know if they would have drafted Johnston or Addison, maybe. But finally, it was at a point, like for three years on WGR, we'd be like, the Bills need one more weapon. The only first round pick, or even maybe first or second day pick, Josh Allen has ever thrown the ball to is Kelvin Benjamin. <laughs> oh, my God. Wide receivers I forgot. only. 
And they didn't even draft him. (laughs) They didn't even draft him, but Carolina came in and traded for him. And his his first touchdown pass was to Kelvin Benjamin, wide receivers only. Like Diggs is fourth or fifth round, and so is Davis, and you know all those guys. Shakir, Shakir's day day three, I think. Shakir's fifth, right? So um, this this was like the third. We were pumping up Elijah Moore on our station two years ago. Like I know you're good, but you need one more guy. Offense wins, and they drafted pass rush to try to sack Mahomes earlier, but that, that didn't work. That never works. Yeah. So this year they got to, okay, uh, receiver. And Kincaid is a very interesting sort of hybrid idea uh, for that. And, you know, he shows signs. This year they might – tonight, rather, they might be trying to force the ball to him and Tampa Bay might, might be onto it uh, with well, knocks that, out. You know. I know you're behind, but this play – I mean, Josh Allen didn't even look Kincaid's way, threw it immediately to Gabe Davis, who wasn't even looking for the ball. Was it even that's like the play after the digs play? After the digs play, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, first and ten. Yeah, it is Are weird because, like, the the digs thing that was the bills, like, very correctly, like, looking around, seeing what the you know is happening in the league, right, and being like, we have to get right. um, some legit weapons, but you can't stop there. <laughs> you need AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, you need George Kittle, Debo Samuel, and Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. What's yeah. what does a second and ten draw get you with three that minutes so in the strange. second quarter? What the fuck are you doing? You're in field goal range. That's a, that's a terrible play call. Anyway, always they, every time, having, every time. They're having some success on the ground too, but they're running the plays at weird times. I mean, unless they're just worried about Allen's shoulder, but that is just—I mean, there's nothing. That that I don't know. I mean, he's just thrown a bunch. I think it was like uh, we'll we'll get four yards here. Let's be sneaky. So you guys start there. Davis tonight anywhere? It's still third and long. We don't, we don't have much Davis advantaged. I, I did him in a main tonight over uh Rushy Rice. There we go. Let There's a second go. reception and it's and a touchdown for Al. Somebody somebody oh, tweet God. at uh at it's Liam okay. that they that something about him pass blocking. Like let's let's flip it on Liam. Let's flip tell Liam. On Liam. He's he, was yeah, wrong. he was He's wrong. He was wrong that he was gonna pass ball. Dude. When when Kincaid. will Ben learn second and ten runs are to set up third and twelve? That's <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, let's see this play here. So Alan's gonna hit our over on fantasy points. Can we check the uh yeah, yeah. yes? I'll pull I love here. one of these picks. Which one? Your three and your five. Both. Nice. Okay. Nice. Although Evans isn't happening yet, right? You have Evans? No. no. Yeah. And neither is Baker at all. Well, yeah, but we like, get those through scrambles. Like that, that's okay. Right. You're yeah. losing. You're fine. Yeah. Allen's already yes. there. I mean, he's he's two and a half points away. Yeah. That feels good. In case feels good. We just need Evans. We need Evans. How's my minus ten looking? Better? Better. It's looking better than it was yes. two minutes ago. This, this game is ends 29-13. Sorry. From your lips to God's ears. I mean, we do need to get Evans in this uh, this negative. Well, this is a good buying? setup. Like, they're, they're going to be throwing, right? They're going to be trying to conserve time. They're going to be trying to score. This is Are like they about to make four field goals from here on out? We're at 17-10. No, there will be a safety, a touchdown, a two, a field goal. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's my prediction. Who's on next? 
Who's on the third? Sacrilegious? JM, who's on next? Wow, look at you. <laughs> who's on yeah, next? Play no, Steph, <laughs> yeah, Steph you, comes you by the at catalog. the start of the third quarter. You can you can hang with us at halftime while we dial up some uh some pick 'em. We we gotta, you know, get in heavy on the Shakir. You know, we use our ball watching from the first oh. half to inform our second half decisions. Love it. My wife's flying in from New York right now. My kids are 13 and 12. They're on their phones probably after they told them to go to bed an hour ago. So I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> We want you to order Taco Bell. Does somebody? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, about I'm not sure Buffalo that. has Taco Bell. We might. Come on, you have a Taco Bell. Probably, you got probably it. do. Adam Levitan Taco famously Bell's said on, on this show, "Does Buffalo have an airport?" So, <laughs> what are you more likely to have, an airport or a Taco Bell? What's more likely? Taco Bell. What, Buffalo have an airport? That's pretty funny. What was it that I had Leone on? I forget what show I had him on, and he was trying to oh it was the randomizer and we we're he was trying to sell the chat on buffalo being a good food city and he kept throwing out all these mexican joints and stuff and know, he was having a hard time winning people over with that and then you called me oh yeah, he did call you. yeah. <laughs> and i was too busy because i thought he was stiffing me for a, a draft we had that night but i still remember yeah. the first time i met you show we went to that really great steak dinner that we all talk about and love but it was you Leone and I and Leone t- brought me along. The three go Bills guys. It was a, it was a bunch of Buffalo guys. And halfway through the meal, you guys broke out into a Buffalo wing discussion, like a heated discussion right. about the different Buffalo wing places and and what. And I was like, I am in the 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 stereotypical Buffalo dinner right now, where everyone is no. just sitting here talking about a Buffalo. Well, wing. well, Ben, let's let's straighten this out. Like it was great, right? You loved it. You loved it. Oh. Um, yeah. Louis G was the seventh guy. He's only well, second Louis in G. best ball mania. He's second yes. in best ball mania. Um, he was first so there for a second. He was yeah. first for a, a couple of weeks. And my, they, these guys are trolling me. They know like, I don't, whatever. It's a fucking Buffalo wing. Who cares? It's a chicken wing. <laughs> a and chicken. so they're, they're just sort of uh, playing me a little bit, but yeah, it was a great night. It was great to meet you that night too. Craft steak at MGM in Vegas, Tom Colicchio. Beautiful. That was incredible. Credit card roulette and Leone lost. Credit card loot roulette, Leone lost. You guys hadn't flown in yet. I got in there a little earlier, and Leone was. It was just me and Leone that were in, and he was like, "Come along with me." And it was credit card roulette. It was Louis. It was a uh, Leone rather against Nick Kaz. Yeah, and they drew Nick's credit card, so Leone paid the three. The grand best part it. about that was Leone was so excited about credit card roulette. It was, I think his yeah. idea, his he idea. His phone. Yeah. he's filming the whole thing. And as, and we did it one at a time, the way that you can do it where you remove it. So it builds suspense. Like, I think I was the second one removed and I was like, thank God I don't have to pay. It yeah. was, you know, a four figure bill. And, uh, we got down to Leone and like two other people and he, he passed me the phone and then I started filming him because then he was the one that was sweating. And he ended up losing and had to pay. It's great. <laughs> it's great because everybody in like you guys, fantasy guys, Mike Leone, quintessentially, oh, credit card roulette. What are my odds? I'm an odds player. I've got six yeah. other guys at the table. Yeah. I'm 85% to win. So let's just look. Of course, I would take that deal. I might not have to pay at all, but 15% chance I have to pay for everybody. Of course, I'll do it. <laughs> I'm you sure know, Leone has run Sims on his expected lifetime value <laughs> on credit card roulette in certain scenarios. There's an upside ceiling versus floor, you know. That's right. Terrible 
through that. But, you know, poor Mike. He'll be okay. He'll be back. He'll be fine. He'll be back. Well, Mike, he said he's run, like, power, really hot. So, you know. If you Overall, had to power rank Buffalo-based personalities within the, the fantasy space, how, how do you rank it? Oh, well, I have to exclude myself. No. no. So, <laughs> Don't exclude I, I, I'm going to. I'm going to. So let's just say <laughs> I have to. All right. I'll slot you in. Number one, Mike Show. Louis right. is super sharp. We have two more main event teams this year. We're hoping for six for six cashing. But, you know, that doesn't put us above Nick and Sean and, and Don, who's out in Colorado now. Three childhood friends who have won the main event literally twice in a row. Like, how is that even possible? Mm-hmm. Um we're doing a Mastiff with them, which is looking good, but it's too early to call that. So I'd say Nick Nick and Sean, like they're just, you wouldn't want to have to play poker against them or anything against them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Krautwurst is, you know, really sharp. I have a lot of fun with him on the Deep End podcast. Leone is already sort of an industry icon. And who am I forgetting, Pete? Uh, Barry Noyce. Oh, yes, of course. Very nice. <laughs> yes, the man that introduced me to high stakes fantasy football. He's a Buffalo guy. He's a Buffalo guy that knows Mike. It's crazy. That's amazing. I, so, Adam and I started the Deep End podcast. I didn't know Adam. And the first thing we're going to do is check in on the new Draft Sharks Invitational at the time. Who's in first place? It's Pete. So, like, all right, the first show we ever did, Pete was on. I'm like, Adam, I don't know who this guy is. So I might have said that on the radio. I don't know who the fuck this is either. Of course. Why why would you? Why would you? I invented this all summer. I mean, who's that guy? I didn't know. I didn't know anything. So AKA Barry Noyce. Noyce? How do you pronounce it? Noyce? Very Noyce. How do you pronounce it? He doesn't deserve a correct pronunciation. He's like, let me tell you who Pete is. And, you know, with Joe, you always get like 30 texts at a time. So um, then I knew who you were, and I tried to sort of represent, like, you know. Wait, but how did Wait, you know Joe? Your, your introduction to me was via Barry explaining yes. who I was? Oh, that's yes. scary. <laughs> I told you guys in Vegas, and I told Pat, I'm like, I've known him longer than any of these people. And Pat's like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wait, what? So, yeah, well, anything you tell me in Vegas, you're going to have to repeat later. What's, what's, uh, <laughs> how do you know Joe? Joe has been a WGR listener for, I've been on 21 years at this point. This and is how so, you know Joe, because he was the chip chasing. He, he was a fan, <laughs> and he would hear me talking about the fantasy league I was in with the station. And he's like, dude, you don't know me, but you got to get out of that kitty league and come over with me. I'll show you what a real fantasy league looks like. So I went. And it was auction, and it was like there was a lot of stuff going on around in the room. It was at a <laughs> bet uh, there was. Knights of Columbus, you know, in Cheektowaga or someplace. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess this is the real thing. So <laughs> I felt like I was really good for that league. I finished. I got a trophy back here from that league from from Joe. I finished second three or four times in a row, but never won it, which I thought was hilarious. And then. You would go to the draft the next year, and somebody – this is like five years ago at least, Pat. And somebody would be like, Andy Dalton, $2. And Joe would be like – and stomp on the floor, and like sirens would go off. He's like, I've got Johnny Walker Red, instant winner for the person who bid on Andy Dalton. And the room would applaud, and there would be oh, like awesome. cheerleaders. And it was just because I said Andy Dalton, you know, two bucks. I, I got a bottle of Johnny Walker Red. It was just – 
you know, way over the top. So. This, this was all before Barry left his heart in Thailand, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Different Barry. <laughs> it's still there. It's still there. No doubt. Barry's there right now. Literally right now. <laughs> That's incredible, incredible, though. I want to go to that auction. That sounds great. Uh, it does sound fun. Joe watched the uh, – Barry watched the New England-Seattle Super Bowl at this house in here. And you let Barry into your home? No, that's <laughs> Once. judgment. Once. Once. <laughs> I lost a lot yeah. of respect for you, Mike. Fool me there. once. Fool <laughs> me once. That's it. <laughs> I apologize. Anyone who doesn't know who Barry is is very confused right now. And if you do know who Barry is, you are loving Barry every is, second of yes, this. Barry is right. a, a real – a true character. So he's back in Thailand. I don't know. According to his Instagram. I remember when you guys would talk about Barry on the show before I met Barry, and I felt like you're saying people feel. And now that I've met Barry, it all it all just you know it ties together. Let me find real quick. I'll show up. I'll pull up a photo of Barry and our guy uh, emo cowboy at our party in Vegas. Good God. Also, so to give some more background on Barry, actually, this is even background. This is what happened this year. So we're in one of our prime. <laughs> Wait, time hang on. Brian Schultz says he assumed Matthew Barry. <laughs> this is not about Matthew Barry. This is, this is the Barry uh, Barry Noise we're talking about right here. Alongside, he's not the one in the cowboy hat. He's the one in the get money uh, Miami Hurricanes jersey here. It's not even um, Miami Hurricanes. It's just a generic like. It's got dollar signs oh you're right it's like it's just like a it's i mean it's It's such a look (laughs) oh my god how late was he to our draft to our high stakes draft? yes i was just gonna tell that real quick we did our prime time i had to call him and relay his picks he took george pickens at the two three turn (laughs) good pick great pick great pick could have taken t higgins no dig fucking george pickens Anyways, Mike. Last year, Pete, last year. So I hadn't heard from him very well. It's probably because like he'll text me 500 times and I won't respond. And then once in a while I do. And I said, Joe, do you want to do a high stakes lead together? So we did an NFFC, the Rotowire beat somebody, right? 350 bucks entry. And mm-hmm. we drafted separately because I'm not letting it back over. So we were separate teams in that draft, and we went one-two. Like Joe still got it. Here's the trophy. So it's you know a cup, whatever you could drink out of it. You know, throw some beads in there. And there, can you read the? Yeah, get it a little closer here. Yeah. Now we can see it. 2016, Gowinda's finest, almost champion, Mike Shope. Honestly, Barry's handwriting really impressive. It's improved. Really impressive. It's improved. What's the first place trophy like? That's a nice little second place trophy. Yeah. Uh, it's that guy, probably. I don't know. It's um, it's probably just booze. <laughs> Have you guys been watching this last Anything 30 seconds? When you came over, or you just were like, this this vibe is not appropriate in my house? No, it was fine. My wife said he's never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> just, I would not be able to sleep that night if I knew Barry. Had been in my home. <laughs> never ever coming back here. He's never coming back. <laughs> it was had, fine. It, it, it was my wife said he's never coming back. It was a great night, too. We had sort of a gamble thon game going where, like, all these sort of prop bets on Patriots, Seahawks, <laughs> and a couple were, this is like almost 10 years ago, right? Like, will my daughter cry during the first half? 
and the guy who won, Jeremy White from WGR, our morning host, was the one guy who said, uh, and I'm ashamed of this to this day, he said, she will not cry. And everybody else bet that she would. <laughs> he deserved the money. Oh, man. Um, oh, hey, uh, Mike, let's take a stroll together here through the, uh, the Pick'em lobby here at halftime so we can get in. Because we have been able to pick off some stuff um here before it gets really moving let me uh see what we got here now that one thing i'll say just a, a note overall is that the bucks are playing like total cowards right now so we should yeah if we can bake that in anyway they just played for a field goal that whole time it was it was awful every drive they played for a field goal yeah every drive it's it's horrendous rashad white got a 15 yard carry in there i miss that First play. Gretch, if you want to yeah, double down play. on Baker Mayfield rushing yards, it's at two and a half now. Yeah, that's an easy um, hire. That's going over. Um, the Bucks are going to lose by 14 and talk about how well they did. Yep. God. We have nothing on the board for the Bills right now other than Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde. We're going to need more than that. Take them out, um, right? Like lower, if anything. Yeah, man, Evans not a thirty. That's pretty. Rough. I know it makes me. Is this is this where we dig in our heels and just double down? On yeah, let's just play the exact same slip as. I, I'm down. I'm honestly, really I'm down. we, I we mean, do not, that. It never works. But I'm script twenty three yeah. and a half yards for Mike Evans in the second. All right, we got we got Buffalo stuff up. All right, let me refresh. All right, Mike. Let's see. All right, Josh Allen, the little over 100 passing yards, 13 and a half rushing yards, nine and a half completions. I, I don't mind the lower on Cook's rushing yards and, and bet on Murray. Shakir only needs nine nine more yards. He's at 69. Currently, they have him at 78 and a half. That's what is Allen's about. passing line? I like that. 200, 240 what? They have it at 294.5. He's at 179 Oof. right now. Oof. That's a pretty big number. Yep. If they score, they'll get the ball first. If so they, they score right away, is any Latavius I, Murray over is kind of interesting. I feel like with the injury, yeah, Latavius Murray, I feel like the injury and Vita Vea, Vita Vea out, we might, and, and a lead, we might see Buffalo run a decent amount in the second half. Yeah. And yeah, not Allen, who luckily Murray has hasn't gotten a ton of rushes though. The last couple, he plays on like passing downs, right? I was kind of wondering about him more. Than they they use Murray for when it's pass pro and goal line. I think they might want to get. Okay, so is this a is this a bad one then? Maybe we take yeah, maybe we take that out. No, so I he did have twelve carries a couple weeks ago, but every other game six or fewer carries. He doesn't actually get to twenty two rush rushing yards a lot. He's done it twice in seven games. I think I would bet Cook. I think Cook's over is okay. where I would go too. Cook he breaks on one. It feels a little high, but it does feel high. Yeah, I like the rushing and receiving. I think. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah, I, I like that. He's already more than halfway there, and like we're we're playing that Allen's shoulder might be a little bit of an issue, and they might. What do you guys want to kind of do? Is mirror kind of what we did and do like a three and a five and do an Evans. Shakir James Cook as a three, yeah. and then build a yeah. five with that core. Is, is Shakir Let's, a trap bet? 
What if we did uh, Baker instead of Evans? Because we have Evans on both the other ones. What if Evans just gets shut out? We're going to lose everything. Brian, well, they want to get into this, a thousand yards. We've had this talk about the rushing receiving lines. There's a reason they do it. It's because the uh, the carries can sometimes go for negative yards. Um, yeah. Is Shakira Trapet like? Are we sure he's good for ten I more? Mean, he was getting. I think he's good for ten. He's okay. running a lot of routes. Where's the Yankee tweet? So someone give me the give me the, yeah, the Yankee routes up. tweet. I guess the first question is: Are you betting on this game to stay close? Um, it is right now. Buffalo first drive, right? Like if yeah. Buffalo scores a touchdown. What, what do you drive, think they do, Shope? Do you think they they stop throwing if they get up by another score? Mostly. Shakir's okay. actually only about 50% of the snaps. They've been playing Trent Sherfield quite a bit, actually. It just came down, Shakir? It, yeah, it did. I mean, it, it's like one catch at this point. Yeah, I, I yeah. still like, like one catch. I do, too. Um, I'll accept that, underdog. All right. <laughs> do you want to do Evans there? Pete, I was saying maybe do Baker there because we have Evans in both of the other ones. I love, and if, kind of, Evans, yeah. if we guys like Evans more, go Evans then. That's fine. Because it's so much, a, it's such a lower number. Baker sweat like, seems so gross yeah. for a three. If it's, if it's not a blowout, I think Evans. Like they'll. I was just trying to spread out our exposure. We're we're a if Evans doesn't get to thirty, we lose everything at this moment. But that's yeah. I'm comfortable. But I mean, if if I'm Evans does, that, yeah. if Evans stays on this number, like I guess we just don't deserve to win tonight. You know, the fate is not a factor in this stuff. You know, I just there, there's no uh, superstition involved. Baker uh, is just, Baker's going over, by the way. He's gone over this uh, in every single game. Oh, he had one game where he had one carry for two yards. But every other game he rushes. Yeah. He hasn't had a rush yet in this game, but he rushes in every game. His Godwin is yeah. six and a half. Godwin Wait. is six and a half. He's at four. Isn't that working? For receptions, yeah, get him, get him to. So he needs three more to go higher. Do we like three that? Three more or twenty-two yards, twenty-four yards. Not when we're playing it to go back to. Yeah, I don't, not with Evans, I don't think. Okay. I mean, we we are playing a pretty big negative game script here. Yeah, all right, we could do it. I'll do my. I kind of like that receptions. Cool. He's been feasting underneath yeah. a bit. Okay, let's do it. All right. Only watch this. No, I here. thought you were going at yeah, least. We're going a little light tonight. We're going a little yeah. light tonight. We got well, the inside. Well, based going on light. our our convictions, and our convictions haven't been super high on these two slips. That's true. I'm reading. Although the Baker rushing over is going to hit. I'm just telling okay. everyone in the chat. You you know, let's do, let's do, do the Baker rushing over with something else. Then let's do. Yeah, a little, I was going to say let's, let's do let's a two pick them a, a bigger one. Bet Gretch, this is your conviction. And what's our? Oops, this is get out of here, LeBron. This is my conviction. Yeah. <laughs> I don't what's your? Know. What's your? It's up to three and a half yards. We're already getting. We're, we're already moving the line. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> do you watch Shakir? Who's our biggest conviction? Our second one. I, I don't need to take both of them. I don't know. What do you? What do you? What do you like? No, I'm saying collectively. Who's our biggest? I do think this Shakir one catch here. For, yeah, for I, seven I like and a half yards. Let's do it. All right, all right. We're gonna lock this one in. Look at this that. is two. We need two. Little two. That's guy? all right. Okay. It's a three xer. We're gonna. We're gonna. All right. I think Shakir's three. already at the airport. <laughs> what? Getting traded to Denver? No, nope, this game. John Payne needs someone else to play ahead of Marvin. Long Denver. weekend. A lot of stress around here. They're playing next Sunday night. I think Shakir's already at the airport. Hey. Okay. I mean, yeah, you got to rest your studs. 
for sure. Uh, <laughs> can't risk an injury to Shakir at this point. He's off to Boise for a long uh, homecoming yeah. weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Brian, it's a good thought. We've all had the thing about the rushing receiving line being the same. I, I literally thought I had just found a way to, yeah, you know, take underdog for millions. And, uh, <laughs> that we, we talked it through Gretch pointed out why they, they point, they put, well, that I mean, it probably that. is still, I think we decided it's probably like 25% of the time it's a negative rush for receivers because of the reverses and 75% of the time it's probably a positive. Like it's, yeah, it's probably one. You if still it's exactly take. even, you'd still rather take it. I think you'd yeah. still probably. It would just be really tilting to go over on the receiving and then have like a negative four yard rush. Which, yeah, they're only doing it for the receivers mm-hmm. to get like one carry or no carries. It's the ones that are very low volume. It's right. not. It's not like a Debo Samuel situation. They're not going to do the same line for him. Didn't Elijah Moore have like a twenty-one yard loss uh, two weeks ago? <laughs> you can probably so why tilting. these numbers exist. Yeah, 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 yeah. some weird ones. Yeah. Reggie Bush went an entire season with the Bills and finished in negative rushing yards. Really? Like nobody remembers him even being on the Bills. I have a football upstairs. I can go get it. Not that maybe you don't believe me. Uh, (laughs) I don't. That was punted to the sideline. Reggie Bush like missed it. And my son was with me. He might have been like six. And the ball sort of sat there. And I was down there with passes, and a photographer friend of mine said, just give the ball to the kid. So I handed the ball to Julius, and he held it up like this, and the ball is still upstairs, you know, under the TV. Reggie Bush ball, even though he never touched it because the punt was 50 yards out of bounds. But he saw that ball. He gave it a look. We have it. We'll just look at it. Before Mike, what was what is your – what is your favorite era of Bills team? Like, what was the funnest era to cover? The Bills ever? Yeah. If, like, from, like, a fun standpoint. Well, this has been incredible. Like, the Allen years come after almost 20 years of despair, where you lose to Tom Brady twice a year, and you feel like, how is this ever going to get better? And then Allen happens perfectly for the narrative as an underdog out of Wyoming when people mocked him, including myself, like he'll never be good, but okay, go Bills. And then in a year plus, he was amazing. Like, remember those early games? Remember when you first sort of accepted Josh Allen as great? Not even fantasy great. Mm -hmm. And the loss to Kansas City was, this is really difficult and sad around here is like that was a game where if that's your team the 13 seconds loss in the playoffs in 2021 that was the best thing you've ever seen and then they lose on the same day you don't even really get a chance to enjoy that so this is probably was the most fun probably the best playoff game of, of like maybe of all time like that yeah. i've ever seen i've watched football for a really long time I remember on Stealing Bananas, Sean and I, but I like I did a whole thing on the next episode after that game about like this should have been the Bills year. They played well enough to win that game. Josh Allen played so incredible. They changed the overtime rules as a result of that game, which is not any kind of nice fun thing for the Bills to remember. But I mean, man, for 
they were ready and they played incredibly well. I was actually thinking about that game earlier when you were saying a lot of people in Buffalo feel like they're one receiver away. I was like, well, they weren't that year because Josh Allen was good enough that year. Gabe Davis had the four TD game in that game. That was an incredible football game. You can't play any better. And it's just like somebody had to lose in the way the rules were. It, it, it wasn't that it came down to the coin toss, but it kind of did. Like I, you felt well, like either team was going to win with ball. The problem, the problem in Buffalo, Ben, and this is still underneath every amount of anxiety that's existing now, is that so they're in the lead by three, 36-33 with 13 seconds to go. And they kick it through the end zone. The special teams coach was not welcomed back after that whether the head coach is at fault or not. They kicked it through the end zone. No time ran out. So Chiefs started their 25. The Bills call. It's 13 seconds left, and the Chiefs have the ball down three at their 25. The crowd is silent. The Bills call timeout on defense. They come back. They back up. And it's a pass to Tyree Kill, just like an improv, 20 yards, timeout. Six seconds left, seven seconds left, whatever it was. So the Chiefs come out again. At their 45, still down three, seven seconds to go in the game, and the Bills call timeout on defense again. Let's get this right. Here's your defensive head coach. This is why you have a defensive head coach. Let's get this right. And they backed up again. And then Kelsey taps his helmet, Mahomes to Kelsey, 20 yards down the field, timeout, one second, field goal. Like, of all the theories about those moments, I haven't heard a better one than that the Bills coaches didn't know what the score was that they thought they were up by four. Like, nothing has ever made sense about that strategy. You would not rush a single passer, a defensive rusher, on those plays. You would never sort of back up because you think a Hail Mary is the only thing that can beat you. And then they lose the coin toss and they lose. Nobody in Buffalo cares about the coin toss. Like It was the it was the possession leading to the field goal. Yeah. yeah. We have You have Andy Reid, who is a witch who can draw up plays, we have a defensive head coach who blew that. Yeah. Yeah. 13 seconds. Man, I forgot yeah. how tight that was. Because the TD that Allen – I mean, God, there was so much. I just pulled up the game log. But I remember that there was a fourth down TD. It wasn't even the one with 13 seconds left. It was a drive prior where Allen on fourth and 13 gets the TD – and they go ahead. Then Mahomes score. That's with two minutes left. Mahomes scores that's with the, a minute two left. That's the Tyreek touchdown. Right. Yes. Check, check out the two-point play to Diggs. Allen has a run to convert a fourth down in those late moments. Then he has a two-point. Those are both like, you can't believe this is real. Yeah. Especially if you're Buffalo and you've been waiting to win your whole life. That was their year, man. And and it's it's so hard to keep things together as like, you know, the contracts get bigger and everything. I mean, was Alan Sona's rookie deal? I think that was part of the, the ran out yes. of stealing bananas at that point. You still had the quarterback on the rookie deal. Like that was their that was their season. Well, that's right. Um, but we have an airport now. <laughs> it's 65 degrees out on October 26th. All right. So uh, it's not all that's lost. Awesome. It's 1710. Mike, Let's go. I, I totally own you this, Mike. I, my flight home from Vegas. I know. I, was, I heard. Uh, I heard. I you was uh, here. I was rerouted to Buffalo. I landed in Buffalo for about twenty minutes, and I thought, you know, if they get us off this plane, I'm hitting up Mike, uh, both mics, 
we're going to go get some of these Buffalo tacos I keep hearing about. <laughs> the fog cleared up and I added hope. What a, what a Mexican restaurant city, Buffalo, New York. Yeah, man. Destination Buffalo Mexican tacos. food, I'm told. Um, Mike, we appreciate you joining us. We're going to let you get on your way so you can watch the game in real time. I mean, the people are going to hear your takes the catch. on the radio. I don't think he got to the t- – He didn't get enough. He didn't he get a nine and a half. He got nine. He got no. Nine. Oh my god! Nine and a half. I Are think we're a half kidding? yard short. I still feel good about it, guys. Yeah. yeah. As long as you guys keep me posted on what the score of this game is, I look forward to watching you the rest of the night. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll keep like the score up, David. That's it's been an honor. Thanks, boys. Uh, Mike, Mike, let the people know what. Let the people know what you uh, where they can check you out. You got the Deep End uh, podcast. Well, I'll be on four hours again tomorrow, like every day, talking bills on WGR Sports Radio 550, old school, like we have ads and a boss and stuff. That'll be three to seven in the afternoon. I talked to Al Michaels last, yesterday, if you want that, that's on the Odyssey Ooh, app. Oh, nice. That's sweet. That's, that's cool. sort of a regular conversation that we have with him, and that, that was really fun. Uh, and the deep end in terms of fantasy football with Adam Krautwurst, Tuesday nights at 830 on the Player Profiler Network. But uh, nice. enjoy tonight. Well, always enjoy catching up with you, uh, Mike. You are uh, one of the greats, and we appreciate uh, getting to talk with you. So we will be there uh, next year at Bare Knuckles, uh, heckling you from the sidelines. <laughs> you I'll come over and yell at you ahead of time if you need to you know, get me. Yeah. Let me know in advance if you're actually going to be, so I'll know to be there if you actually decide to do that. <laughs> That's right. Uh, have a great night, Mike. Bye, guys. Later. Um, dudes, we're we're there on Shakir. They it it clear. We are. Yep. Nice. Okay. We only need seven and a half. That was eight quick. And a half? We need eight and a yeah. half. Yeah. Nice. Let me let me pull this up here. Yeah. I, I whatever whatever we nice. had, we got it. Yeah. Nice. So that one. We need one more catch good. on Kincaid. It's funny because we went back and forth on the yards versus the receptions, and I think. He's cleared the yards already and not the receptions yet. So. I know. No way. We were, really, we were yeah. wrestling with that we were one. banking yeah. on this low ADOT roll, and it's not big. Famous last words. I, I literally said, does he get – like, how often does he get three catches for 38 or more receiving yards? That's the line he has right now. Oof. I know. Yeah. I know. Well, One three. But yeah. I feel okay I, about I, I think it. We're, I think we're good. Yeah. I mean, we, we just need the Bucks not to completely roll over. Um we want to. I think we want a touchdown here. We need the Bucks to like get their heads out of their asses. They've been playing like a dip, a game as if they're not playing the Bills. They've been playing yeah. super conservative. They played. You okay? You have like two seventeen or something on the clock, and you're down a touchdown to the Bills in Buffalo, and you run Rashad right, White right up the middle, and then that bleeds almost all the time before the two minute warning. And then they threw like a little dump off pass to White, and that took us to the two minute. And they're like, sick. We got like like 15 yards out of that burn some time. And then they just like played super conservative the rest of the way. Like, why, why aren't you going for like, like right. put the pedal to the floor guys. My Gabe Davis theory has been proven very wrong. And they're using him like Dawson Knox. Anyone else noticing this? They're doing like play action, like flat routes to Gabe Davis. He's their new tight end. That they, you they're just, they kept the exact same playbook. They were like, why don't Dawson you guys Gabe put Gabe in the in the Dawson Knox role? Yes. Good God. Anything but a so Josh, a Josh Allen just did clear his fantasy points number. Nice. Okay. That's good. Nice. 
Let's get some Kincaid, though. Latavius gets stuffed. A tale as he old as time. Stuffed. He just got stuffed. Mac Noble wants Steph. What if I brought you Steph? Right there, there she is. That, there you go. They, they, look at you, Steph. You got cronies now. You got you got people out here <laughs> demanding you get on stream. Cronies. It is, of course, Steph Miller. Fans, I think you say, not cronies. I mean, cronies is like a, I think that's kind of a compliment. Like if you're so big <laughs> that you got cronies, that's a good spot to be in. Steph, how are you doing? I'm doing great. And I love having a fan club. Also, some of them are in my dynasty league, so they probably think. I'm going to give him picks or something. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Gabe Davis. Davis. Wow. Wait, we, don't have him, we don't have him on anything, guys. I know. Well, yeah. We're already <laughs> over on points. Yeah. 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 I'm we need Evans. It's time back. for the Mike oh, Evans yeah. drive. Uh, how, how are things going, Steph? Another busy week of waivers here. It was a very busy week. Um, even though there wasn't, like I said, everything kind of cycling, you know, it's at that point where it's kind of cycling back through. So like we, we dropped some guys and then they came back and that's kind of where we're at. And uh, we did have like Chase Edmonds when we thought he was going to come off IR the first time on several teams. And then we gave up and dropped him and yeah, then we picked him up again. So, yeah. That's the, that's the beauty. At least again. like, Fantasy waivers aren't like, you know, uh, pitchers when they come out in baseball. Like, you are eligible to get them back uh, on your team if you want to mulligan on, on that. That's true. What, but we do need to remember, Steph, as our waiver wire captain, I apologize for putting you under the, uh, under the gun here. What is the week that when you do drop them, they are ineligible to be picked up again? So yes. Like week 11 or 12? They changed Something it this like year. That. I have to look. If you make the playoffs, you can actually pick people up in the playoffs. This you're year, right. I think. If you're I have to in look the at the exact only. rule. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Otherwise, I think it's before week eleven. Like I think it's the end of week ten. But I could be wrong. Yeah. I'll have to double Which check. Which is insane that that's a few weeks away at this point. Yeah, that part blows my mind. But I was like, I was like, wait, it's really like week eight. I'm like, we're like. More than halfway through the regular. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Because I feel I like I'm like, no, like we were just sitting in the draft with Barry not showing up and, you know. <laughs> exactly. Um, as Dr. Evil says here, Steph has such good write-ups that I selfishly hope no one in my FFPC main leagues is reading, but I know some are. He is, of course, referencing <laughs> the fabulous newsletter uh, that is on, uh, that gets dropped in your inbox once a week. This week, a two-parter, Steph. You are you are now uh, putting out multiple editions. Are you are you going to commit to this weekly, or was that a one? You're hanging out with, with me and Gretch too much. You're you're, you're right. You're just <laughs> yeah, lengthening exactly. And lengthening. Oh, you, you can ask my college professors. Like I've always gone over the limits on every paper. <laughs> I've always been a big, a long long winded writer. But um, I had people in the home leagues that were you know saying that I they wanted some of the information a little sooner for those because they usually run a little earlier. Right. So I tried to just put out the home league stuff by itself and then finish up like the write-ups of our teams and yeah. things. So I will try my best to get the home league stuff out <clears throat> sooner, but I can't always promise because, you know, working a regular day job and not being home to write all day can sometimes uh, put a damper on that. So it kind of depends, you know, sure. that, 
on how things, because I, you know, I work with clients, so sometimes my day goes longer than expected, and sometimes oh, it's shorter. Yeah. So you never know. Well, give us a, a little bit of a high level overview of the waiver wire this week. You had two running backs in uh, in tier one. Let us know kind of what the landscape was looking like in week eight. Well, uh, you guys would probably argue to put some up there, but um, so, you know, we had Pierre Strong and Amari Demacado, if I'm saying that right, came back after, you know, he was a big pickup before. And then we saw Keon, Keanu Tay, I never know how to say his name, Ingram, you know, be the lead back and then he wasn't, then he's played on special teams. So, you know, that's where we kind of put our guy right back on there. Uh, Pierre Strong is going to have a chance now that Ford got injured. Um, Hunt was injured last week as well. So we think he's going to probably be the 1A, but we've liked Strong for a while. So hopefully uh, he can get some run. Uh, we've seen Chase Edmonds. Go Baker! Chance. Go Baker! Ben Gretz! Ben Gretz news! <laughs> Sorry, Steph. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sweating these right with you. So, oh, yeah, so we, we got Chase Edmonds. They got some touches tonight. We picked up a lot of. Let's so go, baby. What a run. That's our big ones that we kind of had there. Um, people are paying like $300 again, though, for these, you know, top guys. I mean, they went for a lot once again. So yeah. um, that could be expensive you when you're paying that kind of prices after dropping them. Luckily Are you just getting the vibe, Steph, that anyone who has money left over, they're just like, they're just I'm either spending it now or I'm going to the grave with it? Uh, yeah, there seems to be, like, if I, I keep thinking, I'm like, oh, everyone's got to be out of money on, like, this team or that team. And then I'll look, and there's, like, half the team with, like, all their money. And I'm like, okay, so these people just aren't spending, and then the rest of them are almost out. Yeah. It's like those, you see those two dynamics For mostly. Sure. And I, yeah, tier two, you could tell there's a pretty big drop off. I mean, not, 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 not the best, uh, waiver wire week. Definitely, you know, kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel. Uh, if you're, if you're down in this territory. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it was just, and I kind of said that it's like, some of it was like, okay, if you need a fill in, these guys could be a viable spot, you know, on buys and stuff. But other than that, if you don't need a spot start, they're not really worth picking up. You know, right. then I said, I'd go more to like some high upside running back stashes that, yeah. you know, are on good offenses that just need an injury or two. And those are probably the guys that if you have room, you want to spend your money on a pickup, especially the ones that are cheap. Cause you can get a lot of those guys for like a dollar. Yeah. This yeah. is where like team strength and team needs really starts to have more of a, of an impact on what you should be doing. Like good teams should be stashing higher upside guys, later season guys. We had an opportunity to get Marvin Mims on one team. We didn't get him, but because uh, what did he end much, up but... going for, Steph? Because you oh, mentioned that QJ and Mims were on the waivers in a few spots. It was just one. Okay, it was the same. It was the same league. They were both there. Um, Mims went for I think it was like three ninety ish, and QJ went for like two or close to two hundred. It's nice to know some other people out there are still as bullish on those guys as we were preseason. <laughs> I know. I was kind of like, either we're going to be the only ones to bid on him or he's going to go for a lot. 
but there's going to be no yeah. in between on both of them. Yeah. Well, I think it probably, it would be interesting to go and look at those teams composition, but my guest is in the same way we're, you know, hunting for running backs in a lot of spot that there's teams that are in desperate need of finding some wide receiver upside, because you can make the same argument in the other direction this year that like wide receivers really thinned out and finding guys that have a legitimate upside to stash on your bench is, is few and far between. It, it's, yes. it's felt very thin. Like do we even have, who's like that round four or five guy. That's like, a league winner is a wide receiver. I mean, Ayuk is probably the closest to it. I guess yeah. Ayuk, yeah. Yeah. That's why we were DJ Moore kind of knocking at the door yeah. before the field oh, injury. DJ Moore is a good answer to that. Yeah. As much as I hate to admit it. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, he's been he's had those couple games, but he was like, he was like, oh, he's a bust, oh, he's a smash. And then he's quiet last week with I know, Feels but he's like he's helpful. top five in fantasy scoring at the wide receiver. Position. Yeah, like I mean, yeah. as a result of one massive game, but it is what it is. I, I do yeah. think he's going to fall back, but at this point, he's the answer to that question for sure. Yeah, he, uh, Steph, what about our teams? I mean, on the whole, this was a pretty good week for us. Kind of like tabbing through our places and our total points total. Is that how you're feeling about it as well? Um. You didn't. So the NFC teams didn't do quite as good for the most part, but the FFPC teams were stronger. But we had our team did good, which yeah. I can't figure out. We're a five and two team, but we don't have that many points. So NFFC still has us lower down. We were higher somehow last week, but we haven't lost. So I, I need to figure out how close we are to I think making it's something. Because we are playing better the, records. The the top team by win loss and the tiebreakers points and everything, and then I think the the next three are all points, if I'm not mistaken, on NFC. Yeah, something correct? like that, because they do it more well, by points just, than the others. Because we have yeah. the second best record in that in our little division there. So even yeah. though our points don't reflect that, but hopefully, yeah. if Kelsey keeps having big games, that could. That always helps. Really help it, us there. But I mean, all of our NFFC teams being in the uh, in the top six here um, is uh, is a very nice spot uh, to be in, including yeah. our super team with Leone, which is in in second place as well. So the Chase and Go Bills team, which your stacked wide receiver is the team you tried to get those wide receivers on. I don't. So you would have never started Mims or Quentin Johnson right. unless there was like a fire and you know. Something really bad happened. <laughs> but your stat chasing team, that was team is stacked as well. And it had had a run of bad luck the last couple of weeks, but you finally got <clears throat> the well-deserved win. Because like you were like the second highest scoring team the week before when there was a head-to-head -head, or two weeks before. But yeah. like you happened to play the one team that would have beat you, you know, like things like that. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we so that stat chasing team that's with Sacrilegious and Drico. Uh, we have Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Sam Laporta uh, on that team. So when you get the Mahomes Kelsey nuclear week, you are uh, you're going to cover a lot of ground, which was the thesis of the play when you draft those right. guys. They're, they're set and, up well again this week too. And you have one running back now. Now you got Roshan back on that team, like a Love legit it. running back because we've been plugging and playing anybody with. I don't know if you called the Paul's, that starts Justice Hill basically every yeah. Hey, um, that's not the only team I have starting Justice Hill. So let's. <laughs> the uh, 
the the ship chasing minisodes team is like a fascinating one. That was a one of those teams where it'd be like, why did you keep drafting wide receivers? Why do you take Jordan Addison when you have DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, CD Lamb, Brandon Ayuk, and Debo Samuel? Well, it's like uh, this this is that exact spot when you start hitting some of these injuries. DK Metcalf out, Debo Samuel out. You plug Jordan Addison in, and you keep the good times rolling. And we have Deontay Johnson come back. From injury, uh, just hurt again. He's he's out on injury. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Don't yeah. look that he's hurt again. But Knox, uh, it was nice this last week. There we go. I said Knox. Yeah, you said Knox. I was like, what? He's off IR. He's off IR. He's sitting there catching passes. They kept him actively. No, I was. That is Adon right there. Up, 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 up on the ADOT for Dalton Kincaid. Yes, ADOT's got to be like... Sorry, what were you saying, Steph? Oh, no. No, I was going to say with all the bye weeks, you know, it was was a little scary, week seven, you know, because that was probably the hardest besides week 13, but that's going to be in the playoffs. You know, those are the two where everybody's on bye. Yeah. And then any other uh, things that jumped out? Through this week, either with team construction. I mean, this is a, a little easier week for start sits, right? With no bye weeks. It should be, except then we have some teams that are like, you know, really stacked at one position. That it's like literally, who do I sit? Yeah, right. we had that and, on um, the chasing the build. We're like, we just start James Cook tonight to like make sure we don't get beat by these injuries, is Waddle and Mostert and stuff. So. I think we ended up doing that, which is we did. Yeah, we'll see. Great. But yeah, yeah, no, it's not going great. But that's that's the type of stuff that we have in some leagues where you're like, how do you play this? What's the what's the right way to? Yeah, I loved your comment. It was like we shouldn't be decided between James Cook and Mostert in week eight. We should be decided between Demarcado and whoever else you said. Like, yeah, I said we should be decided between Amari Demarcado and Rochon Johnson. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it's, it's like it's weird be... that we're deciding between two like such good players. Wrong. Yeah. Well, that's why that I team will. is winning. <laughs> it's yeah. quite good. Yeah. We're going to have to bench so. one of Waddle or Mostert now because we have yeah. Cup, oh. Amon Ra. The rest of the lineup is just it's flawed. It's, it's stacked. That, for the people, uh, we, we pulled it up, I think, last week or the week before. This was the team where we got fourth round Cooper Cup right before the start of the season live yep. in Vegas because there was all of the uncertainty. It was like, he's going to Detroit to see a specialist and everyone's like, he might not play ever again. No, there's like the report. He's like never going to play. Yeah. Yeah. Or I don't um, know that report might be a little strong. I will say, man, <laughs> buying those teams that, you know, if you bought the dip on both JT and Cooper cup, God, you yeah. are looking real good right and if you now. I bought a lot of ball. JT. Well, I didn't buy that much JT dip dip. I bought a lot of JT in the third, which was the pre dip. Yeah, I didn't buy a lot of JT in like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Once he went to, I never saw him go that late. Well, I guess in these he did, but in the very last days, I I remember. I think I got him in like the sixth of a one of those fine, one of those like underdog contests they launched right at the end, like a big dog fifteen or whatever. Yeah. um, Okay. Yeah, that's about as lazy. Like six, seven. That was a sick putt, and that putter was fired up. And BBM and stuff, I didn't ever really see him get maybe fifth. Maybe five, yeah. six, I guess. There yeah. is an element to, and I, it makes sense, like, well, it doesn't make sense, but the ADP anchoring on underdog is so real 
that the way guys can't drop as much. Whereas on FFPC, when you're just like raw dogging it at the live main event and you don't have anything in front of you and you're like, yeah, I don't want to take JT. Whereas when you're in the applet and you're like, I don't know, man, the market says JT should still go here, even though the yeah, app hasn't refreshed sure. the ADP in two days. Like that, that actually sticks players where they probably shouldn't be. For sure. That's probably yeah, a big, I, big talking point next off season for, for yeah. underdog. I think I, in some ways I thought the, you know, the underdog ADP was like too sticky that I think Very people sticky. were sticking. They were sticking too much to it. I think um, yeah. where you would yeah. see like guys who should be sliding in ADP on other sites and they weren't, they weren't really, they were like, it was a little slow to move. So it's kind of interesting. That, that wasn't For my sure. feeling on it last year. This year, I think there had been a lot of content about, you know, ADP being sharp and not straying too far from ADP. But I think people were a little gun shy on, those like news based type stuff were like, no, no, no. Like you should be straying from ADP like mm-hmm. a lot. Yep. There is a but, couple yeah, factors, we'll but too. you st- you also get the auto drafters mm-hmm. though. That I, yeah, also right. catch those falling knives. Um, I think it also might be like related to like how much, like this is the level we're already at in best ball. Like how frequently the ADP refreshes might impact things too. Yeah. Like, if, mm-hmm. so, you know, we got. We're gonna have to know re- refresh rates. That'll be a, that'll be a new buzzword for your best ball video. Well, I even see it playing out in the underdog weekly drafts in these micro situations. Right, you get like Tyree Kill. Like we literally went from a day ago. You know the Tua quote. Like hope to get Tyreek back sometime down the line. It's like what the fuck. So he's sliding <laughs> yeah. six seven spots. And then he's back at practice, and then his ADP moves right back up. I mean. I guess I should say his ADP stayed the same the entire time because it didn't have a time to refresh, but people were letting him slide in drafts uh-huh, because uh-huh. of that. But then I would watch like an auto <coughs> like take down and take Tyreek. And I'm like, you sucker, dude, he's not going to play until 2025. I mean, to us. Didn't you hear, did you see what to us? Did you see what suit? <laughs> and, uh, and meanwhile, Waddle has a legit back issue going on and people are still letting Tyreek slide. So, yeah, you, he, you wrote up in the fantasy life newsletter, uh, Bijan, right? Like, yeah, different scenario, He's, but like, I, I was surprised. I obviously can't do this, Josh, but I was surprised. I was reading that, I, that you're writing on that, and I was like, man, I can't believe he's going that late. Like, that's that's wild. Yeah, Derek Henry is going ahead of him, which I thought was pretty was pretty crazy, um, considering they're they're downgrading yeah. their quarterback situation to Malik Willis. Um, let me just uh, jump in real quick and and just let Shope know that it is still twenty four ten. He is he is exclusively watching us. He's still no. I, yeah, I don't want him. Blo- I don't want to let him yeah. down. Yeah. I don't want to. I feel I feel bad about talking game. through the bare knuckles now, but I was not the only one talking. <laughs> yeah, defend yourself, uh, Steph. Do you want to any yeah, counterclaims? Exactly. Was Shope was Shope actually making all the noise? <laughs> Tell us the truth. <laughs> no, he was drafting. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of us who had been drinking were making all the noise. Yeah, exactly. Chase Edmonds. Uh, you guys had more... already gone to party, so. Chase Edmonds right. getting more carries inside the ten. He's gotten all of their snaps inside their own ten. The reverse oh, their own green 10. zone. Their own ten. Reverse <laughs> green zone. What, what do we call that? They call him the safety preventer. <laughs> you know, what it is. <laughs> What's the opposite? Is of he green? though? <laughs> they just gave him two carries in a row from their own five yard line. Like, what are we doing? Uh, Steph, how are you feeling though overall about the uh, the portfolio? Are you feeling good? You you got we're we're almost yeah. halfway uh, or over halfway as far as yeah. like the waiver stuff. Do you are I you feel pretty good? Are you liking that? There's like so many teams that are kind of in 
the like the striking distance, or would you? And you can be honest. Would you rather that like half our teams were just totally dead, and then there were like really good teams that you could just focus on? No, because and then I'm bad. Like I'm bad about giving up on things. Like too. Like I'm like I will fight till the bitter end. Because I've gotten like people like oh, there's no way you're gonna make. I mean, even in like regular leagues. And I'm like, oh no, there's a chance until it's mathematically impossible. I'm like, I can't believe how much you're still paying attention to that ball knowers team that is not doing particularly well. But you, <laughs> I mean, you're not lying. That's a that's a Steph is uh, a completist. No, no soldier yeah. left yeah. behind in this portfolio. Yeah. I mean, I may uh, do it last, but I still do it. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's better than you should my, definitely do uh, ball fantasy. knower last. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's only an fb uh championship team and it was a Bengals double stack that is not i mean it's going about as well as the Bengals season (laughs) Uh, i have a championship team and that's the only team we have that's doing worse than yours scratch so Hey, it happened. Grudge drafted it on behalf of us. It's our team. Yeah. It's got like Brees Hall and Waddle and like a Bengals double stack. It's it's like a sick team, but it's not doing well. Speaking of speaking of teams that are struggling, Pete, I was looking through my teams and I I found the team that we drafted, that Mastiff with the triple sevens. Remember we drafted the three bye weeks, uh three quarterbacks with the bye weeks? Or no, it was uh it was a Dalmatian on Mastiff. I was gonna say a thousand dollar trap. I was wondering why you were uh, like shocked. I was like looking horrified. <laughs> yeah. No, we no. drafted Stroud. Stroud was the third guy. So I actually am like psyched. We got through. We're like kind of in like we're in like the high seven hundreds, so we're like not totally out. It's not great, but we're not like a horrendous team. And uh yeah. I don't know, dude. I think I think we could come storming back All those right. three quarterbacks. Where when did we draft that? Was that on ship chasing? That was on ship chasing. I can't remember what. It was probably July or something. Okay. Gretch was on vacation or something. All right. All right. Um, Steph, uh, appreciate you as always leading the charge on waivers, keeping all of our teams in check. You guys got to follow uh, Steph on Twitter. Where, where are you at right now in in the Scott Fishbowl? Five? Top five? I am, I'm at six right now, but I'm still undefeated. Love nice. It. Absolutely love it. Yeah, we have two massive teams that uh, we did with the uh, ship chasing Discord, and we are not doing well. They are both. Yeah, <laughs> check in there every once in a while. Really off the rails. So I'm talking about doing, you know, jazz with a bunch of. And by the way, I voted against all those picks, just about. Okay, so. there it goes. Yeah, I'm sure Chris G somewhere taking his victory lap on not wanting to take CD Lamb uh, at the one-two turn or whatever as well. He, yeah, he, he scared us on. Herbert was the big part, which he, he originally wanted. That's a whole nother story. Yeah, let's just blame Chris for everything. I think that makes sense. Um, no, that's what I do. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, that's the right thing to do. I'm going to drop uh, Steph's uh, newsletter in here. Even if you aren't currently subscribed, which you should be, you can read the the posts as, as blog posts and then get subscribed after that so you don't miss any of them in your inbox it's fabulous spelled with two a's get it like fab uh dot beehive.com steph always a pleasure catching up thank you for keeping us in line and on the straight and narrow and all of these high stakes leagues you're welcome have a good night boys and hopefully yeah, we this. hit these pickums it's this yeah, we'll be good. telling our grandkids about this mike evans drive that's about to happen <laughs> uh, i promise oh boy yeah <laughs>
All right. I'm nervous. See you next time. All right. Good night. Good night. Let's Tyler. check in on those. Uh, we hit the, yeah. the Baker and Shakir, the last one we threw in there. The we hit two. that little two guy. Yeah, the little two. Yeah, immediately. Early in the third. Yeah. That was The great. little two guys. We call that a little bankroll builder right there. That's right. Little bankroll builder. There's a little bankroll builder. What do we put on that little two guy? And Baker. A little hundred. A little $300 hit. That's a little bankroll builder for us. Yeah. The, the Godwin's looking good. The one I'm most worried about from the second half is this James, James Cook. Cook. Yeah. yeah. 40 yards. We need, yeah. um, we basically need a screen pass that he busts. Yeah. And then That's obviously, part of the Evans. play, though, he can do it. Boom. There he goes. There's three yards. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Gabe Davis is playing the Gabe Davis role and the Dawson Knox role and getting all of that. It's amazing. So we still have. Kincaid sticking on four, right? We need one more. Yeah, to clear. which is a yeah. push, uh, but we're, we're out for blood. Yeah, we're we also need green. Evans to hit. We need Evans, yards. yeah. The thing about Evans is he can do that in one play. I mean, we all That's true, we, we man. All it's That's honestly the true. Thesis. But, God, this is All right, is let's, not, just, let's get the Kincaid good. and just be done with it. All we right, did it last yeah. week with uh, Christian Kirk. This is Christian Kirk 2.0. Mike Evans gets a 50-yard catch, goes over. He's one of the guys I would want for this to be in the spot with. Like, oh yeah, you know, Who? there's not there's not many Mike Evans. Like, you're oh like, yeah. If you have to be in this spot with someone, he's a pretty good one to have. When you're yeah, down, you like you're gonna get at least one deep shot to Mike Evans in double coverage, and he's like 50-50 to catch it in double coverage as well. <laughs> he's he's yep. very good. All right, Kincaid, I see him. Find him, Josh. Oh, oof. Josh found nothing there. He was looking for his tight end. <coughs> oh. I pulled up this ball knower's draft. I want to show you guys this draft. I All I remember is the Burrow double. I don't remember much else from it. Chase Waddle Higgins, Brees Burrow, DeAndre Swift. It has both Kincaid and Laporta. And then Dotson Gabe. Bateman Mims hasn't really panned out, and these and a bunch of running backs at the end. This is like our only managed share of Gabe, isn't it? Maybe. I was. I, I know. I was Gabe trying to get. Spots. I was yeah. trying to get some of these guys to come back. I remember. I played ADP there a little bit. Bateman did come back, which was you know a, a smash. But I mean, dude, Brees and Swift and Kincaid and Laporta. I mean, like this team should be good, should it not? It should be. Well, it might be going like forward. I mean, Bruce... double just like sunk it early. Right. It's like not scoring points. It's in 11th place. <laughs> yeah. I guess Brees didn't really help early either, but it, it could come back. Who knows? I mean, Brees had a couple games, but um, but this is the the time we drafted Brees for coming out of the bye. Yeah. Bruce thesis is hitting like pretty it's much ready. point for point. It's it's yeah. uh, it's a good one. What do you guys think about that game environment? Obviously, Jets Giants has like a 36 and a half total, but Brees still looks like he's set up awesome. Brees is set up awesome. I, I think I mean Zach Wilson like sucks. That was my one of my big takeaways in the walk this week was like the narratives kind of shifted on him, but it's funny because like week in, week out, he just is bad. Um yeah. like in, in the advanced stats. And so that part of it's kind of silly. We're like, and I I wish that the Jets had realized that during the bye week and replaced him because that's gonna that's gonna hamper Brees for the rest of the season. 
But I think they will attack on the ground. I think the Giants have kind of gotten it together more in pass defense than run defense. Uh, so I, I think Brees will be in good shape, and I think they're going to feed him in a way. Like they they had him in like a lead back role heading into the bye, um, and I think that, if anything, he'll probably ramp up. And one of the cool things heading into the bye was that he finally got Coaching. used a lot on routes. Um, yeah. That he was, he was getting used more in the two-minute situations. And so, you know – I was never that worried that Michael Carter would just be like ahead of him as a, as a pass down back. Like they don't even like Michael Carter that much, but it's nice to see. So I feel, I feel pretty good about Brees this week. It's going to be, he's going to be a little bit more boom bust than yeah. I was hoping, but that is what it is. What a bad sack on second and one. Um, the uh, Wasn't that was the end of the say, third quarter? Why did they snap that? Yeah. Did they have to snap that. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see the, uh, the Dalvin Cook thing from this afternoon, where he said he was huddling with his yeah. agent about possible trade stuff. It's like what they what the Bills did is exactly what they said they would do. Like, the what Jets? did they take Dalvin Cook yeah. that yeah, was yeah. different than what they've done? No, no, I don't know. It's weird. It was yeah. weird. They're like, we're gonna let you carry the rock for the first four or five weeks until he's ready. <laughs> I mean, they, they said that yeah. all along. They said the that funniest all along. part of the quote was he was like, it's yeah, this is, this is not the role that I thought I it was like, what are you talking about? You signed with a team that has an elite young back. Like, what did you expect that you were going to just displace Brees Hall? Also Pay like, attention. if you want to displace Brees Hall, like be good. Don't, yeah. don't be horrible like that's this you know, whole thing about i need more carries to like get into a rhythm like if you need more carries to get into a rhythm don't go to the place that has Brees hall right like go to the box yeah <laughs> go to the box also like congratulations on your rhythm but like you're still not gonna be as good as Brees hall's been so yeah you know it's not worth it to the jets to like feed it's super weird for him to say that too it's a great point with how good Brees hall's been like unquestionably explosive making dudes miss like unblocked defenders at the line of scrimmage and going for 80 yards like a few times already yeah imagine him in a rhythm that seems that seems like a lot of <laughs> i want to get him in, in more touches he, let's see what his rhythm looks like what he can do after 20 carries <laughs> yeah that's it, what i want to see if you put yourself in his shoes too right like I, I would like to give him the credit of being like, hey, these fellow running backs, no talent, game recognized game. Like Dalvin Cook has to know Brees Hall is a stone cold yeah. baller. And so, if that thesis is true, did he just think like, you know what? I'm kind of betting against Brees coming back off of these injuries. Like, I just don't think he's gonna have it coming. Oh, back dude, they gave that. him the bag. He was never gonna get that much money anywhere else. He was going around saying, yeah. "I want ten million, two years, saying, ten million dollars a year." Why can he be frustrated? He has no reason to be frustrated. He got paid, and Brees well, is a baller. Think- Maybe part of it is the Aaron Rodgers thing too, right? Like they gave him the bag and Rodgers wanted him, right? Reportedly, like Rodgers liked him. They played in the NFC North together for a long time. And then now Rodgers is hurt and it's like, I mean, you don't even have your buddy, in, you know, at quarterback. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I also think like he, he clearly blew it. He should have gone to the Dolphins for like four mil, three mil, whatever, honestly. Because like the thing that stinks for Cook is that like, this he would have gotten tucked there, though, too. He, prob- he probably would. I mean, definitely by A-Chain, for sure, and by Mostert, you're right. But at least, like, he probably would have looked okay out on the field. Yeah. And here, he's looked horrible. And now, he's like, he's looked horrible. That's the tape that you're going to get from... Like, when he goes out to teams next year, that's the tape he's going to have in his hand, and he knows that's it. Like, he's not getting any more tape now. 
So I think that's the frustration. They're like, shit, like I didn't want this to be my last contract. And it's, I think it's fine for him to be frustrated, like privately, like everyone wants to be the lead back and get all these carries, but to like publicly be like, I'm angling for a trade right now. That is absurd. Yeah, it's pretty bad. The Bills about to go for it on fourth and four and show more aggressive around midfield and show more aggressiveness than Bulls. How about Kincaid? Show How about we just Love get yeah, Kincaid, Kincaid would be right great now. here. Top of the screen. Yep. Uh, they're just trying to draw them off sides. I think. Yeah, dude. The Bucks, man, they're so Damn. scared. They're so cowardly. Ugh. I wish they would have went for it. That would have been Me really too. fun. But we do need the Bucks to have the ball. The punt is actually better for our sweats, I think. For us, for sure. I mean, for one thing, a push isn't is not as bad as a loss. So we get let's no. get that Evans locked in, and then we can. Right. We got to get the Evans, and then I mean, if the Bucks score at this point, that's when you get more James Cook on the next drive too. Like get it to seven points, and then they're like, ah, we need to get our best back the ball. You know. Yeah. Yep. We need Man, Evans. We got to get Evans going. What's big moment? On? Yeah. Gotta get some targets with him on this drive. What else are we looking at? Is that all we have right now? Is Evans and Cook sweats and Kincaid? Um, so the Cook Evans one for the the second half is is big. So it's Cook Evans in the first half, and then just Evans or sorry, Cook Evans in the second half. Evans in the is the fiver from the start of the game. It. It's still live, although Rashad White's uh, knocking at the door oh, six yards. Yeah. But it's it's still the, – the Evans there is huge because even if, <laughs> if Rashad White stays lower yeah. and Evans gets there, then it still just knocks down to a four-leg. Yeah. 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 And then the one other one is Godwin on that yeah. fiver at halftime. Um, do we do a yeah. fiver at halftime? And we, need, and we need Godwin another two catches. Is that right? Yeah. We need over six and a half, and we're at five. Okay. Also, I see you guys in the chat. Some of you got four and a half. I know it closed there. I, I will do a plug. Ship Chasing Discord. We post the pickums in there before we post them on Twitter. So the Ship Chasing VIPs are always going to get first crack at that uh, stuff before uh, it moves. But I think I honestly think that line movement was more when that Roto World report came out about them having no yeah. active tight ends and they push that's when i moved but, but we yeah. did share it in the discord uh, about an hour before that we normally huddle around 3 p.m i would say on on thursdays and get those shared out by 3 30 to 4 if you want to get a uh, first crack at what we're doing here but yeah i mean we the, the mike evans mike evans is this week's christian kirk as far as yes. like, it looks kind of bleak but it can get there very quickly. Exactly. 98 yards to the fucking house, Mike Evans, one time. That's that's it. <laughs> Woo! But first we need nice. two short Godwin catches, so maybe 88 yards to the fucking house. <laughs> that's true. What's the guy one tied with? Is that what tied with the Cook stuff? So James Cook stuff? God, James Cook, let me pull this And up. Evans. Yeah, so we need... Uh, Two yep. more receptions on this one, but it is the cook. The cook is he is up to 60. He had that nice run <laughs> in there, so it's just yeah. 26 and a half. I mean, if we just get one good bucks drive, um, yeah. that results in a score. I mean, we're very live from a game script perspective. I think Cook's gonna get more touch. He's only at 10 carries, like they'll give him another five plus carries. Yeah. 
especially if he you know runs the ball well. I mean, he can get there, and they might run a screen to him. It's weird that he only has one target, one catch so far. Gabe Davis, 11 targets, nine receptions. Who was talking about him being in a worse spot tonight at the start of this, draft, this show? <laughs> How we feel about Rashad Unders? I mean, they, they can't run the ball up the middle now, right? No, I, mean, I don't know that I mean, they really will run. They'll throw Todd him. Bulls is a madman. They, no, they, they can, and they probably will run the ball at the middle. <laughs> they're they're just trying to they're trying to get out of here losing by 10 or less they're trying right. they're basically they're playing to to screw over show that's what they're trying to do here they don't care they're not trying to win baker baker safety baker. he took a safety his knee was down oh my knee. god he just took a safety dude they're, they're gonna review no. that his knee was down so. before he threw that that's a safety oh my god baker you donkey. Uh, no, it was out. No. He, he, he was out. up. So close. It was so close. Look at that. Look at the yeah, ankle like, strength. Yeah. Holy cow. The knee was flexed, but he had it. Dude, have some respect for Baker's ankles. Man. All right. Sorry. Jeez. That was incredible. Come on. Wow. The knee was flexed down there, but he that was some ankle strength. Baker. Baker, look at those the rushing run. yards. The rushing, the rushing yards. Easiest rushing higher. Baker, we're already over time. that one, man. Come on. Forever. We First play of the second half, and he got it. I, I mean, the Fred, fact why that he we went just off. run like 10 different Baker right. higher rush yards with other random stuff. The fact that he didn't run in the whole first half and we got two and a half at halftime was like, was honestly a, a massive gift. He's got three carries for 19 yards and like, I don't know, 15 plays in the second half. Guys, right. third and big. four. It's a big third and four. We can't have them punting this off right now. I think Mike Evans would would be a good target. On Mike this Evans track. seems like a great. Seems like a good target. Here. He's in the slot, isn't he? Is that, yeah, isn't that yeah, him? he is. Big slot. Okay, okay. Uh, Baker. Oh, yeah. Ozo, come on. Oh, they've only run down. nine plays in the second half. And three of them have been bigger scrambles. They're not. I'll watch Evans on this replay until. Eh. Uh, he should have uh, broken in. Look, he... Yeah, if he breaks oh. in, no one's in the middle of the field. Why did he break in? Because <clears throat> that's not the play call, I don't think. Probably. Give him an option been... route already, please. Would have been great if it was an option. Yeah, it would have worked. No, you're right. I'm sure that wasn't the play. I'm sure he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think his route was it out. All right, here's the James yeah. Cook drive. <laughs> Why didn't he just break in? Probably because he's just running out. Because <laughs> <laughs> the quarterback also knows his route and he has to go where the quarterback thinks he's going. Unless it's an option. It's the whole play. He breaks he's in, the throw goes that. to the out, right to the defender. Pick <laughs> six. I was Ooh, open. Man. Who was it? Was it Chad Ochocinco who just like kind of make it up as he went? I don't know. Sounds right. Freestyle routes. I thought, I thought he had a. I think he had a reputation for freelancing. Yeah. Apologies to Ochocinco if I'm wrong about that. There's Maybe definitely some receivers. His last to name you. to Ochocinco had a propensity <laughs> for improvising on routes. Who would have thought that? <laughs> Diggs is a guy who has a has a propensity for that for sure. I mean, the name change to Ochocinco is one of the most hilarious moves ever done by an NFL oh, player. Yeah. 
his he insane. wore 85 and he made them put Ocho he made the NFL put Ocho Cinco on the back. Like on that is fucking hilarious. Like good it's, for Ocho Cinco. And uh, from a branding perspective, it's stuck. Like we all say Ocho Cinco. No one says Chad oh, yeah. Johnson. That's no his Twitter one. handle. Do you guys follow him? I follow him. I've I followed him follow. for years. He's <laughs> I don't think he's I a great him. follow. You need to follow him. I'm the, telling you. You know, but, I do need to follow. Uh, juxtapose that with Robbie I don't even follow Chilton. a lot of athletes, but he's he is one of like five. I'm gonna, give, I'm gonna hit him with the follow right now. Robbie Chosen changes his name once every six months, and no one even knows if he just changed it to Onse. I mean, that would have stuck. Robbie Onse, he should honestly just do that. He should just do that. Do the yeah. do the number, do the Spanish number, dude. Robbie Onse sounds fucking sick too. Robbie Onse. Well. There it is. Those kind of sound good. Free idea for Robbie Chosen. Change your name to because the Ocho Cinco is so funny because it's not right, right? It's isn't it? Like <laughs> it's not what eighty five is. It is eighty five. Is it okay? I thought it was no, incorrect. I mean, it's what? I, th- I thought it was it's incorrect. Like, it's like saying it's eight five. Is okay, how yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. saying it. Yeah, right, don't say right. though is is eleven. It would be very good. <laughs> Chosen Onse, Chosen one. Chosen Onse, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> I chose awesome. my name once, yeah. Onse, <laughs> uh, uh. that's great. Yeah. Robbie Ortega Onse. <laughs> Is Ortega Whiteside on our NFL roster right now or practice squad? Probably. Didn't he try to convert to tight end? Oh, yeah. yeah was not I think he came to the Seahawks. He's nice? he's one of the first guys that really like kind of imprinted like the the emphasize in my mind the importance of yards per out run and targets per out run. Because mm. he was like, I was like, oh my God, like realizing how many routes JJ Ortega Whiteside had run <laughs> as like a rookie, I think. And it's like a lot. Like he ran like a lot of routes. And it was just like never ever darkened. And I was like, oh no, like this dude <laughs> is good. never gonna happen. <laughs> All right, James Cook drive. Got a half a yard. Great start. We're on our way. <clears throat> Let me pull up his, his yards for route run as a rookie. It was pretty nice. He was a Stanford guy, wasn't he? Yep. Yep. Dude, do you know who, and you know the other? Uh, let's see. All right. Okay, so I'm going to tell you how many receptions and yards and touchdowns J.J. Ortega White said had. Okay. We have to guess routes. In his rookie season, you guys are going to guess routes. Okay. All right, so, so he had – I'll tell you targets too. He had 19 targets. 10 okay. receptions, 169 yards, and one touchdown. How many 169 routes? 169 yards. Ten, you said uh, how many targets? 19 targets. I always say like a 10% targets per out run is like as low as they can get. So, I mean, it would be like 190. If he was a lot more than 200 routes, that's a really egregious targets per out run. So I'm going to say 250. <laughs> 250, okay. 
Jared Baker Whiteside ran 312 <laughs> routes in his rookie season. He had 19 targets. Yeah. He had 19 targets on 312. Uh, that's a 6% target for route run. <laughs> that is a yards per route run of 0.54 as a wide receiver. Incredible. Oh, the cardio beautiful. king. The cardio oh, king. I love it. I love it. You were like, I can't. You maxed out. I tried. Um, I pushed it. You did. You did push it. And you still <laughs> way higher. And then he went higher. And then it was still <laughs> higher. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. You st- yeah, you came up 62 knew, routes short. Right. I knew I was still going to undersell it, but I was like, this is the highest I can reasonably guess. <laughs> oh, my God. 19 oh. targets on 300-plus routes? That's Crazy, so yeah. bad. So bad. Kincaid, let's go! There yes. it is. Okay. There it is. That <laughs> but he didn't good. convert. There it We're is. We're going to punt. We need some Evans. All right. That's good All for right. us. That was great. That was ideal. Yes. That was very good. Let's go. <coughs> okay. Right, we just Mike need Evans, Evans now. That will be telling. Are they? Are they going to do? Are they actually going for it? Or are they doing the draw offside thing? They're going to do the delay game. Going to do the draw again. I mean, we'll take a you know, James Cook blows through the line for forty-two yard TD. We'll take yeah, that. Yeah, we will. This would be that. bad if they convert because they're going to run time. Yeah, you're right. We either need a James Cook TD or stuff. No, would be yeah, tweet. This, okay. they're, they're not. They're just. They're punting. They're just. Dick. They're not making that very compelling. Like, if you, they jumped off sides there, that would have just been on them. Guys, so we're 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 right back in the same like Christian Kirk territory. Yes. Yeah. Um, with Mike Evans, like near identical. If yep. If we get the Evans big play and then Rashad stays, I under. think Rashad's staying under. Like, I, are they going to call a run? Why would they call a run? They're down 14. I mean, they're cowards. I mean, they are cowards. Yeah. Don't, don't forget. Yeah. Uh, But, man, let's get the Mike Evans drive. Yeah, guys. I'd feel better. We talked with White. We were back and forth between the yards and the carries, and it was 12 and a half. I'd feel better, obviously, if we had that. He only has nine carries. He's not getting uh, to 12 yeah. and a half. I feel He's not getting it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd feel better about that, too. But with part of our bet was that he's going to suck. Like we were like when we look through this, and he's actually beneficial. This is the best he's looked in weeks. He's obviously scared of Chase Evans being back. I mean, that's I would be scared. (laughs) Well, what you didn't account for, Ben, was the light of fire narrative. And they brought Evans back. They talked him up, and it lit a fire. I didn't. It lit a fire right under Rashad White's ass. He also had (laughs) that long run that got called back by penalty. I mean, he's been he has been legitimately the best that that I've seen him in weeks. No, I mean he's he's been legitimately terrible as a rusher this season. Like it's it's well, and he doesn't even run hard. It's like it's difficult to watch. It's right into it's like dancing in the backfield. But tonight he's been hitting holes decisively. I've been impressed. Yeah, he kind of does a thing where he runs up. I hate this too. Yeah, and Sam Sherman has been just tilting. What a terrible watch Rashad White is. And you're not wrong, Sam, because he'll run he'll run right up to the start of the line. Yeah. So he's lost all his momentum. Is and anyone he's like, excited like, about watching Rashad White, though? And he's just like, yeah. And then it's a one-yard game. Yeah. I hope, I hope a hole opens up. I hope a hole Where's opens it gonna up. Where's going to be? It's not going to open yeah. up for shot. And you're too close to the line at this point to see a hole, even if it did. Like, yeah. just 
make your decision early. He's the perfect example of why Sean has argued for a while now that the so people think yards before contact is the line stat and yards after contact is the running back stat, or at least it gets shared that way on Twitter quite a bit. And I mean, it, it obviously the line impacts it, but he's a perfect example. And then there's there's inverse examples too of why the yards before contact stat is a running back stat. Like there are running backs who are able to hit holes at, at speed and get yards before contact consistently, even when it's not necessarily blocked particularly well, they get there, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's what he said. So Sean has talked about this. He used to write for PFF really early in his career. And that's when Jamal Charles was in the league and stuff. And I think that's when he first fell in love with the stat. Cause he always talks about Jamal Charles used to always be, and probably PFF was the only one doing it back then, but w- would always be really good in yards before contact. That was what, Charles was like a stud at and Chris Johnson, both those dudes were consistently like really high in yards before contact. They didn't need to break tackles. They would just like hit whole sore. And that's what he loved about Deandre Swift this off season. That's why it was his number one zero RB guy, because he's always been great at that. And the Eagles situation and line and everything is perfect. Was yeah. is perfect for it. Miles Sanders was really high in yards before, but not in yards after last year. And was like probably a product of the Eagles run blocking system. And Swift has shown that's obviously a great fit. You know what's funny about Swift is like when looking at the the um, rush yards over expected uh, on NFL Next Gen, which is probably my favorite of the running back metrics because uses the player tracking data and just like having tracked this stuff over the years. I think it's a pretty good one. Um, it's like pretty useful, but. Rush yards are expected. He's not very good in this year, and he's usually pretty good in that. That's like kind of more of your explosiveness metric. Mm-hmm. But then success rate is where he's always been shit. He's like a boom bust runner, yeah. And that's like one of the reasons the Lions kind of gave no. up on him. No, they ran into him. I'm Sorry. telling you, man, they're they're total cowards. This is just <laughs> he, he did the thing surprised. though. He saw a defender yeah. and he just stopped. He, he didn't even try to run through it. But it was already, I think, getting blown dead or something. Anyway, yeah. so Swiss anyway, and bad in rush yards are expected. He's flipped. Weird. He's like been, yeah. which I think is probably good. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because you're, it's like you the, feel the long plays will come. He's explosive. Yeah, yeah. The fact that he's been consistent is is a good thing, and the long yeah. plays will come. But it is just kind of funny that like he's like the exact opposite profile now. Yeah, that is funny. But that was sort of my hope with Edmonds and with your stuff about the line being bad in Tampa was like maybe Edmonds will be better yards before contact than what we've seen from White. But White's been ex- kind of explosive this game in terms of yeah. hitting. Oh, oh, oh come on. What was that? Silly me thinking a, that was a target for Mike Evans and not Trey Palmer. Ugh. So that White run got – what was a Blown false dead. Start? I think it was a false start. Half the distance to the goal. Now it's it was first and fourteen. Now it's second and fourteen. Man, this Bucks offense is just I Tyler. Think, I'm not even hungry for Taco Bell, but I still oh. will order it if we hit both of these. <laughs> yeah, I will too. I'm gonna. Well, <coughs> I will send one to somebody in the audience. I already I already said that. Oh, all right, whatever. Rashad White, get the first. Rashad, there you go. Yes, good. We needed that. Good. Yeah, we'll take it. Uh. <clears throat> Give Baker some room.
if you guys missed it this week, definitely you need to be checking out uh, Stat Chasing. Uh, that airs live every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern for YouTube members, and then we make it available public via audio and video on Wednesday mornings. But Sacrilegious and Drico doing such a good job. It is an awesome that that my two primers for the week are stealing signals and stat chasing. And those are the two things that get you ready. Evan C, uh, Evan C, come on. Get, get a, yes! Yeah! Yes! Oh, baby! Yes! No flag! What's the flag? Don't do it. There was too much time in the pocket for that to not be a hole. And oh, he sends him. Oh, he was calling for somebody to come on for him. Fuck. That was it. No fucking way. God damn it. Oh. He just went down. That he didn't pull him to the ground. The D tackle just like lost his footing. I don't know what a hold is, honestly. Like that's one area I don't know, ball. I never fucking know. But that did not look like a hold. Somebody who's got the sound up, tell me if they're saying that's a bad call on the on the broadcast. God damn it! That's it. I'm ordering Taco Bell and delivering it to the wrong house. That's hilarious. That did not. No, that to me, oh, that's so fucking gross. Season. That did that's not look to me like a hold at all. It just looked like a guy taking a dive, and then they they call it when you drag him to the ground. But he went down on his own. God. There, Paula Paula Dare. I played a line. That's a bush call. They said he held the jersey. Joe King is saying. Hmm. Yeah, refs don't know. These refs don't know ball, man. That's as simple oh, as that. That was. That's so oh, bad. How many how many yards was that? Is that like oh, was it was enough. Yeah. You think it was over? Yeah. Think I think it was over 40. 50. I don't know if it was 50. I think it would have been honestly real close. That's a... Chase Evans. Oh. oh man, he just juked himself out. God, he's so good. Oh, man. It looked a little like LaShawn McCoy there. You know how little McCoy <laughs> would kind of that's right. Yeah, it did. That's you little... know what I mean? So Chat saying it was that's a 41. Yeah. If 41. there's any silver lining, that would have gotten us a 48, which don't get me wrong. I want that. Uh, it's not a silver lining at all that that got called back. That would be, that would be, I, I would feel. Let me just cope. Evans is at 48 yards. Let me go. God, what a shit call. All right, Evans, bottom of the screen. Come on. Find it, Baker. Evans, Evans, Evans. No, no. Baker no. is in full on dump off mode right now. God. Especially on third and four. All right. It's bomb time. Let's go. This so is a wait, you're saying that, that wouldn't even have put us over, Pete? No. no. But it would have gotten us really close. Yeah. That's what I was trying to. All right. Evan's bomb and screen. Evan's bomb. You got to take Not a shot. Even looking at him. Who is that? Catch that? Is that Prashad Perriman? <laughs> Oh, it's Rakeem Jarrett. He wore 18. That's why. $200 yes, on the showdown slate. He's the guy in my showdown lineup. <laughs> that I learned wow. about for the first time when I put him in my showdown lineup. God is feeding. Dude, he's not even looking. Throwing to. First read targets, please. Yeah. Where's Why don't you look at the guy? God damn it. That was. 
Yeah, we need two drives. That's what I was doing in my head too, Tommy. We need we went too far forward. Now we need two drives. We couldn't even get a long TD at this point. There he there he is. That's no, that's white. I thought it was at first, but Palmer. Was it Palmer? Not white. Thanks, Leone. Where is Leone? I thought he was stopping by tonight. He's too depressed. Bills are up like He doesn't have the same sweat. He he wanted Chase Evans to be the Valcal back. <laughs> Come on. Bomb exactly. I'm glad everyone's coming around on this take. Evans, Evans. Oh, no, not even looking. Not even looking. Oh. Wait, actually, that got us. Did that get us back far enough? No, not quite. What do we need? How many yards do we need? 50, we need a 51 yard reception. Well, this is only going to be 45, and then we'll get six more next drive. That'll be great. Just enjoy my take of the silver lining on that not hitting and getting within eight yards and then not. I'm not. It. I, I, I just, wish just take so it. much that that was not. No wave. No Guys, take this yeah. silver lining. We still got another drive. They got three timeouts. Like, there would still be a lot. That would have been big. Baker. Oh, God. They called a QB draw. And he ran into his freaking lineman. Gross. That was gross. Actually, no. I refuse to do the silver lining thing because this would have smashed all of our second half ones. I take it all Right. Yeah. Yeah, we would have cleared all the second Why didn't anyone bring that up? That was ridiculous. The other ones wouldn't have smelled. Oh, was there other? That three yeah, we would have cleared, cleared all the second half Evans on that one play. But we but don't we have Cook need yet. Cook to get 27. That's true. But still would have. But we, this one right here, three picks for 900 at the bottom. Alan Kincaid have already hit. That was a halftime one. It's, oh, that's the, no, that's that's the main. The that's the core. Yeah. Dude. What's the flag? And the other one we did at halftime has Godwin in it. And we don't have yeah. that yet either. The Baker looks lost. All right, they get another extension on this drive. <gasps> they're they're actually taking too much time. I don't think they're going to get the ball back. Right, they have taken like a lot of time on this drive. But that that's kind of what I mean about them being cowards. Like they're not even playing. They got the ball with ten oh five. Yeah, that's what, four right. Four minutes not, left, and they're at like midfield. Like, what, what, yeah. what, how have they're you been not playing like you would play if you're actually like they're not snapping the ball with enough time on the play clock? Like, everything is wrong. Like, how are you running 40 seconds every snap? Because they're trying Crazy. to get out of here by with, with a seven point loss, and 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 they're like, ah, oh, we lost the bills, you know, that's how it goes. At least the clock has stopped at this point because we're under five minutes, but man, they got the ball with 10 minutes left. Oh, you suck. Who is that? Otten? Some fucking Tanner Hudson? Oh, maybe I'm going to be Hudson. Is Sweeney on that team? Tommy Sweeney? He used to be on the Bills. It's funny how, like, long random dudes stick around. Payne Durham. Like, we're going to hear Payne Durham for, like, three more years. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's gonna be just on some in random. Three years, team. 
doing this three show, years down the line. How many routes did Payne Durham run? <laughs> yeah. God, why are you throwing to Otten there? You have to score quickly. How have they taken this much time? Because they're not, they don't care. Oh my God. This is, this is like, it might as well be practice. This is like a, like a, the, the clock just, is Todd Bowles coaching? coaching? What are we, is he away? Yeah. Are we just Was that a wax museum sculpture? He wants right the clock to run down. He, this is good. They want to score once and go home. That's what I'm trying Todd to do. Always, always look like he's asleep standing up. I don't Five think I've ever seen left. him move. Yeah, let's keep taking some time here. What was that? Oh, I would call intentional grounding on that. <laughs> I want to call intentional grounding on Todd Bowles. <laughs> I want to know who he was trying to throw that to. Because I it think he was just throwing that in between. They would have saved 20 seconds and it would have been the same effect. This is insane. God. Seven minutes off the clock on this drive. Like they're trying to run the clock out. Seven minutes. And they're still only at the 40. Like they're not even close to scoring. Oh, man. Evan's not even on the field. He's not even on the field. What is this? <laughs> that looked like I'm not kidding. That looked like a bit. That was like, guys, let's just like run around. Let's run around and like wrestle. <laughs> like, that what was, are we doing? That was an SNL skit. It was. It was like literally. Oh my god! Over oh my god! Great. Did they call they another defensive penalty? Oh, oh yes, oh yes. Personal foul, face mask. Yes, this continues. The drive though never end continues. This is the worst drive I've ever seen. God, this Bucks team sucks. It really is like it's wild. So many of these teams that I, I mentioned it that I've like never <clears throat> seen the Falcons have a full drive because they're never shown on red zone. Like I haven't been forced to watch this Bucks team really at all this year. And and I'm just realizing how painful it is in this very it's moment. Bad. It's this is the worst thing I've ever seen. They've actually been interesting some games, but this is horrible. All right. Evans top of the screen. Dude, I'm telling you a 25 yard Evans TD is just pure. Tilt. Just tilt. I don't even. Yeah, there it is. Here it is. There it is. Oh, oh my God. Why did he just throw it to him in double coverage all game? Oh, that was almost so sick. He almost caught that. And it wouldn't, we wouldn't have won. So we need, like, we need 24 yards. Was that a 24 yard reception? Yeah. Easily. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I think exactly 24. Though. Oh, that's what we man. need for the. Would that have been a catch if it didn't get punched out? Did yeah, you, get you got both needed? So. I think his feet were in. His that were in that there. look on Evan's face is how we all feel right now. And now he's out yeah. of the game on second and 10 because he had one sprint into the end zone. Jesus. He's right at the 24. Wow. I mean, it's like 30, you know. What was that? Dude, Evans only has three targets tonight. That's egregious. Well, it he must, also has that target that was called back. He, he kind of has four. <laughs> Are they just rolling a safety over top of him every single time? <laughs> 
Fire Todd Bowles. We need JJ Zacharyson's bit that uh, we didn't realize Evans was going to retire before the game. Evans not even in on Evans day. bottom of the screen every time. Dude, Baker only dude, looks. Dude, Evans wasn't in there, Pat. What he wasn't? I thought he was bottom of the no. screen. I think that was Trey yeah. Palmer. Well, either way, the dude never looks left. He's not an no. ambi thrower. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch Trubisky. <clears throat> But then why have Evans on the bottom the whole time? Shocked they aren't kicking a field goal. I am too. That's a great goal. All right. Evans there. Finally there he is. On. In the slot. For the screen. This is our chance. This Here it is. is 24. Is this on the dot at 24? I think yes. it's exactly yeah. 24. Who the Dude, two minutes and 51 seconds left. They're down by 14. This is so embarrassing for them. It's it's very bad. They're not even pretending to try to win this game. Mike Evans TD onside kick followed by another Mike Evans TD. We all get naked and order Taco Bell. Who says no? <laughs> I haven't even started narrating the walkthrough. <laughs> wow, and that's normally in my inbox when I wake up in the morning. Well, it still might be, but. I'm going to be going to bed late. I never go to bed. The Bucks are still going to be driving. <laughs> yeah. This is the fucking longest drive in the history. Seriously. What's happening? I mean, because the clock has stopped a good number of times. They've had the ball for 16 plays for 68 yards. Evans! There it is! Oh! All right, oh my all right. God! They didn't push off. That was offensive. Oh yeah. Okay. We'll take it. We're we're alive. We just need them to get the ball back by some miracle. I mean, how many oh times? Oh my god. Have? That was oh off oh, the helmet. Off. That's a great catch. Oh my wow, god. Dude. What a stud. Good for Evans. We still need the cook stuff. Look at this push off. We do. That's offensive PI. That's an extended arm, but we'll take it. Oh, All right. So please. the Buccaneers have no timeouts. Is that right? So they're going to onside kick. How do they not have any timeouts? How do they burn all their timeouts? And. <laughs> Yes. No, okay. they have three timeouts. They have three timeouts. They do? They they have it in the weird slant on the screen. The the Bills have oh, oh. Bucks have all Sweet. three. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was like, right, so Evans clears <laughs> Evans clears the second half line by a half a yard. Amazing. Uh, so what do we need to get another hit? Dude, honestly, I mean, we, if, we need Evans again. Evans is by Evans. far the easiest. Yeah. They're not going to get the Dude, ball back. What do we need from Cook in that one there? Uh, so we need Cook to get uh, 20, 27 yards. yards. 26 he's, yards, yeah. He's just going to slide if he gets a first down. There's no yeah, way. Yeah, he's not going to get yards. 27 yards. We need we need a three and out and then Evans. Yeah, we do. That's we need we a three need. and out and Evans. That's right. <clears throat> Yeah, three out on Evans is our only 
<laughs> Bill Barnwell with a really great tweet. The Bucks are playing like they actually get to add the 8.5 points on at the end. <laughs> yes. Really yes. Thank you, That's Bill. That's exactly right. That's exactly what is happening. They're playing like they actually get the spread added onto their score. This Mike Evans game is like a testament to best ball where it's just like, you just don't look at it, man. Mike Evans is just going to get there no matter what. Just don't watch how it happens. Yeah, this would be the yeah, most yeah. agonizing sweat of your life. That's so true. <laughs> I've never seen a worse 96-yard eight-point drive in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, even the even the two never. point conversion was batted down. It's Can actually have... crazy. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> Kevin says Davis didn't get to see that Barnwell tweet. Sad. <laughs> it's be yeah. tough for Davis to win something with Odell Beckham, man. I know. Good luck with that. You know, it would be a real um. Like like a real badass move from Davis, and I don't know how he'd ever pull this off. But this Davis, this is like a life goal, right? Figure out a way to like, and it could be like a video game thing, streaming thing. Like, figure out a way to do something with with Odell Odell Beckham, right? Like, play Call of Duty and like on a team and win with Odell Beckham. And it's like, there you go. That's because yeah, I don't think you're doing it with him as a football player. And I think Bill would respect the bit. And I'm yeah. blocking based on the effort. So Evans caught this touchdown pass after the ball bounced on the Bills defender helmet. And then the two-point conversion <laughs> was caught after a tip ball, too. Oh, my God. Chat wants to watch Davis play Call of Duty, so we have that going for us there. I, I could see, like... Davis always talks about it. If you know, if he was the one who won BBF three, I could see Davis just being like a fucking Twitch streamer that just like plays video games <laughs> and just kind of like shoots the shit for like four hours a day. What? He'd be good at that man. He'd be yeah. good at that. You just like throw Davis. You get on. more views than Lenny. See Lenny out here. It's like two yeah, people watching his live streams. Oh yeah. god, we need a three now, guys. They just right, had a penalty. And had to kick off from 15 yards further deep, and the Bills could have got like a really nice return field position. And Khalil Shakir just basically caught the kick and went down. Like they are not trying to get yards right now. He could have got to like the 50, and he was like, "I'm not fumbling. I'm just going to kneel." Honestly, like I'm fine with just punting it back. Yeah, we got to get once more. That's our that's our that's our sweat right now. Honestly. I, I would also take James Cook, just like a pure class. Mm, no, there's no way it works. No, there's no. no way it, works. Uh, it has to be Evans, I think. Yeah. How many yards does he have now? Uh, He's at 31. Okay. So we need... 27. 26-yard catch. Yeah. Yeah. 27-yard catch. To get to 58 yards. I will say, at least, you know, like the Monday night game, like if we were doing a ship cast for Bill's Giants, that would have been fucking brutal. This is at least entertaining. Thursdays. And I, honestly, I don't think I enjoyed Thursday night games as much last year, but the, the ship cast is great, man. This is actually, it makes the Thursday night 
games. Well, even the tilting games are fun because we have something to tilt. Yeah, but at least we have like some points, you know, like this isn't. Ooh, throwing the ball. Get him, get him, get him. Okay. Okay. Timeout. Timeout. Why are you not calling a timeout? No, do they have? Yeah, they did, I thought. He just ran like seven seconds off the clock. What are they doing? Yeah, it's just seven seconds. What's the point? Just get, get the timeout whenever you can, you know? Bob is looking it. at a sheet like, do I call the timeout here or do I wait till the two-minute warning? I don't know what to do. <laughs> Somebody tell me. Do I use a timeout? <laughs> Somebody tell me. Uh, Todd, you are Oh, no. Team. Yeah. What? I just yeah I just look so next week is Tennessee at Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, but we get a, we get a oh no, dude, we're gonna we yeah we're gonna try yeah that's perfect. Who? Soccer Dave. Dave. What if we get yeah we get yeah kitchen on okay yeah that'll save it. I, that'll save it for sure. I mean that'll, that'll save, save the second it. quarter. <laughs> that's right. It'll save the we're second. in the second half. <laughs> All right, no first down. Let's just keep a dream alive. Come on, man. Fuck. That's it. Ugh. It's not technically over, but it's, it's over. It's essentially over. Yeah, we do have tons of options. We got our guy Nez. We got JJ. Maybe, maybe one, we'll yeah. book. Well, maybe we'll book uh, multiple. Yeah, we got to bring some Pittsburgh people on too. That's great. I know we're like coming up with like random ass reasons to bring people on for Saints and Lions and stuff, but um, we actually have like these are fans. People teams. People are actually a fan of. I. I am disappointed that we didn't. I mean, a, a, a last-minute Baker bomb to Evans would have been electric. It would have. The Pequot guy with a 78% notch. So our five pick. <clears throat> we hit four again. The right? under. It hit four yeah. again. Man. We've done that twice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this thing, this thing was nice. It was real nice. Directionally accurate. Directionally accurate. Yeah, this thing was real good. Man, Mike Evans. That hold, man. I mean, I know. Well, honestly, he could have gotten the rest on that the rest of the drive. So it's just it's just so frustrating. Mm. The hold, Ugh. yeah, that would be hilarious. <laughs> Can white be real goes over. The bikes get the ball back and immediately end it up to white. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. That honestly would be awesome. <laughs> Forty seconds, no timeouts, or thirty. They're probably, I mean, what 30, 20? and they do a handoff. It wouldn't. I wouldn't put a pass bowls. Chipsy Lark saying the 80% Najee drafter, how does it feel that he's a millionaire from fantasy? But that's why he's an 80% Najee drafter. Yeah, he's, it'd be like, he's Pat, did you consider doing 80% Austin Eckler? I don't even think you could have gotten to that if you tried. I didn't. Um, no, I did not. But <laughs> wait, what? Who? I definitely could have. I just take him with the first round pick every time. 
Who's the eighty percent nausea drop for that's a millionaire? Somebody. Uh, his handle is Pecan Pequant. He he went to high oh. school with uh, Bime Four. Yeah, he won. He won um, the DK Millie twenty twenty. The year Liam won. Won twenty twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was an eighty yeah. percent Najee drafter this year. Najee was the guy. Najee was the guy, and then oh. he drafted a shitload of them last year and this year. Yeah, got it. I was on stream with him, and and uh, he knows I didn't like Najee, so he was saying like. It was his show, and I, you know, um, which is interesting because not a lot of people stream DraftKings, so it was kind of cool. But wow, he, this uh, is interesting. I let him draft Najee. Just the end. They what? You had to draft Najee. I let him do it. He because he was like, I, he was being kind of being deferential to me of like, oh, we don't have to draft Najee, and I was like, dude, <laughs> just fucking draft him. <laughs> <laughs> dude, they're they're at fourth and one with about thirty seconds left. They can ice a game or they can punt it. Risk a block punt, risk some stuff, but I would rather pin the Dude, block. If I'm, but... if I'm the buck or if I'm the Bills, don't you punt here? Like I think I'm punting. turning the ball over here, right? I do not want to turn the. They're they're trying to draw them off sides. They're going to call a timeout. They've done it so many times. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Dude, are we? I think you got a punt. I don't think you can give them the ball. They're down or up. Dude, guys. Are we leaving? Are we allowing ourselves to get emotionally hurt, or are we done? I already did. I'm already emotionally invested again. The they're talk's too late. They're going to have the ball, and they're no, going to throw. I'm, so I, I, I'm saying, are we just moving on? Are we going to say thanks, everyone? Are we going to get emotionally invested in the fact that Mike Evans could catch a What do you mean? There's no choice. We invested. are, I we am are emotionally, invested. emotionally invested. <laughs> they're they're going to run more I, offensive I plays. Put out. I'm close to checking out, and I'm asking, are we I'm, getting emotionally listen, invested? Listen, I am – Proud of your stoicism, your ability I'm to not. appreciate I'm like, what the, what the odds. To you. I, <laughs> I would pack. Like We're this. fucking emotionally invested. We're in. I'm visualizing the catch. They're, They're going to play I, deep coverage. It's possible to not be emotionally invested. It's possible to say this game is over. Mike Evans won't even be on the field. But fuck it. We're back in. Let's go. I'm getting oh, Taco Bell. Well, Mike Evans will be on the – if Mike Evans is on the Get field, in. I am going no. to tilt. Yes. Yes, there we, go, there we, we go. got a touchback. We needed that touchback. Baker needs room to operate. <laughs> Dude, the only worry about them being at the one was that's Chase Edmonds music, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what do we brown zone? That? We should we should be calling that by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do we God. have? Uh what do we need? What did we say? 28 yards? 26. Seven, you know what's going to happen? It's going to be end up being some like Mike Evans 26 yard catch. And then there's all this screen pass tomfoolery. And we're trying to figure out if Mike Evans still gets the yards or not. No, you're right. Oh, fumbles. Yeah, that is what's going to happen. But what we need is like two. Bounds. All right, bottom of the screen. Bottom of the screen. I'm oh. back, baby. I'm emotionally invested. <laughs> all right. That's too many yards. I'm not. I'm back on the one foot out the door. Baker, the was look on. the other way, you cock. <laughs> It's this gonna have to be even a hail mary. He's gonna have to be. He was claiming what one minute ago to not be emotionally invested, and then he goes, "Baker, they're gonna the get him. They're just gonna try to get into hail mary distance, and then and you know who's the best hail mary asset in the entire NFL? Yes. Mike fucking Evans. He right, might be. Maybe. Come on. <laughs> All right. Baker never ever looks to the bottom Look. of the screen, but that's Look. where Evans is. Look, Look at the fucking bottom of the oh screen, Baker. 
What's he what doing? What did you just do? Whistle? What was that? Oh, they must have heard a whistle. Reset the game clock. What's going on? My, my thing's lagging. Prior to the ball being snapped, third and final timeout, Buffalo. I just read his lips. All right. My, my... <laughs> White Lancer got you. Let's not get emotionally invested. I asked. I, I asked. You guys said you wanted me to get emotionally invested. <laughs> yeah, you so did. did. You well. <laughs> it's, a good... it's a good thing we said yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, that was so weird the way he was just like, I guess he heard the whistle and he thought they were going to yeah. stop, but without sound, that was very insane. Tyler, what's new, man? That's, look, that's a day that ends in Y, buddy. Dude, Baker Baker was looking at Evans, dude. He was about to uncork that shit. Top of the right, screen. Where is Evans? Evans, like, top of the screen. Three. That's where Baker looks, man. Baker, Baker look, loves the top of the screen. Look. He's look to the. Amazing. Oh Get it. Amazing. Just right. what happened? What happened? He got it, announcement. Insanity. He did. We're setting up the hail mary, guys. God, this is so brutal. If this he slow. catches the hail mary, I am gonna go absolutely apeshit. I'm not. I don't want. Apeshit. Like, I don't want the Bucks to win this game. Like, I'm so mad at them. I don't want them to fucking win, and yeah. they do they'll win. So there's that's. But you know what? I'd rather win our. I'd rather win our pickup. Ah, uh, come on, man. Yeah, this is the big question. Are we are we getting one play or two plays here? Knowing Baker, it's one play. It's got to be Probably one. one. And it's got to be two to get you got to get yourself is. in. The, yeah. Okay. There's one. Okay. Yeah, it's closer. Chip in a chair. That, that, that play really <laughs> didn't. Well, I guess it might matter. If no, it's it, a lateral play. It, it helps. Doesn't hurt. It doesn't no. hurt. It shows that Baker remembers that Mike Evans is a player on. You love team. to see. Yeah. You, 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 you frankly love to see that. <laughs> We need 19 more yards. I say you just hit Evans for a 20-yard gain in the middle of the field. Call it a night. <laughs> just, just... Yeah. Just <clears> get <throat> out of here with dude, some self-respect, you, you know? He does some kind of underneath thing that Evans laterals it. If we don't get these points, I will lose my mind. Oh, that's Baker. offsides. Free play. I can't see it. Nothing, it's my, my thing's frozen. It was just offsides. Unabated at the quarterback. It blew it dead. Five-yard penalty. All right. I took my Bill's took my phone. was like, I don't care if I – it looks like it was Vaughn Miller. He's like, I don't care about these five yards. I'm trying to get a perfect jump. It's kind of a smart play. Like, the five yards don't matter. But if you get a perfect jump, you might be able to just sack him and end the game. Yeah, it's true. It was actually such a egregious jump that they didn't even get a free play out of it. Right. Exactly. It was unabated. Can he right. throw the ball five yards is the question. Dude, they have no safeties back right now. Bottom of the screen. Bottom of the screen. Oh, God. It, no way. Oh, my God. Oh. What? Oh, it just landed. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody even knocked it down. It just landed in the middle of the mass of bodies. That was a great Hail Mary. It was a great Hail Mary. You got to give Baker credit there. That I was an awesome Hail Mary. Credit. What is Evans doing? Evans just got shoved off. He got boxed out by three dudes. Dude, that's Godwin. Or that's Dude, Godwin's Godwin. Fault. Godwin. 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 Oh, Godwin. Oh, oh he got pulled. A Godwin's. Throw the flag. Oh, Godwin, you got to make that flag. play. 
I mean, don't throw the flag because that doesn't even help us. But oh my god, if Godwin gets his head turned, he's got to catch that. Oh my god, he should have caught it, dude. Holy shit, Godwin so catches that, and you know McLaughlin or whoever shanks the extra point, we go into OT. Yeah, OT for sure. Dude, if Godwin is, like, actually getting him, like, he was kind of moving slow. If he's getting into a spot and turning around, he was being held. But, like, man, he should have caught that. Put a little effort into it, buddy. He's, like, slowly turning around. He's not even looking for most of that play. And then the last second he turns around and doesn't pick up the ball yet. But, like, it's a Hail Mary. Get your butt turned around and look. Get a uh. chance. That's well, Gretch, you called it before when we were talking. You're saying the only one I feel a little nervous about is Evans, and that was the one. Well, you guys got me in on it. It was the right call, but man, yeah, that man. was brutal. That was brutal. That was an agonizing sweat. He got there. That's the second time, by the way. We have lost the fiver <laughs> on a play called back by penalty. That's true. That That's happened true. week one as well with AJ it's Brown's AJ TD. Brown, yeah. That's twice now that we've lost the fiver from the pregame. The three and the five. Both times it was in both. On a it was penalty. in both, right. right. On, on, on yardage gained negated by penalty. Oh. This is why you don't get emotionally invested, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> He can look uh, the other way, you got. <laughs> I'm oh. telling you, I'm either in or I'm out. <laughs> you were just trying to make sure That's we fair. were in too before you went full. full I know, like, I need to fully squash this. <laughs> well, he was being a total cuck because then he targeted him the next few he passes. Was, you're, right. you're right. You're uh, not wrong. It's just the yeah. 180 from you were you were acting like you were gonna be able to completely emotionally divorce yourself. I was. Gypsy I says you can still get Taco Bell. No. <laughs> I, I did not earn Taco Bell. I'm I not, not getting Taco Bell. A I'm man in a cardboard box and bubble wrap showing up with my Crunchwrap Supremes. I did not earn that tonight. I was gonna have one of you DM me your address on Twitter, and I was gonna send you like 30 bucks of Taco Bell, but not this night. Oh man, man! Uh, was, don't worry, was... guys. As well as the core pick'em entry, I'm I'm happy to roll over the Taco Bell giveaway. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. We'll do the Taco Bell yeah. next time too. For sure. Yeah, the Taco Bell giveaway. Yeah. Um. That was. I, I can't. I can't decide if that was fun or not. I mean, there are elements of it that were just. There were elements that were fun. <sighs> It was, it was a more satisfying, you know, like when you're you're sweating your games on the main slate and it's like death by a thousand cuts and you're slowly yeah. coming to grips with this Sunday just being a wash. But here it was just like a fucking quick dagger at the end, you know, like you're alive, you're alive, yeah. you're alive. Dagger. I kind of like that. Forget the quick, <laughs> the slow, painful death. Just give me the shiv right at the end. Oh, man. Let me call Baker Mayfield a cock and then shit me. Fucking shit me right in the side. Okay, Godwin was trying to look over the other shoulder and then he tried to spin around. I kind of give him a. I thought he just like had his back to the play. Like you got to look. Oh man. Anyway, I'm on another planet. Sorry. 
I mean, we <laughs> that was um, brutal. All right, guys, this has been the Shipcast. We appreciate you guys hanging, sweating, tilting, getting emotionally invested, deinvested, then reinvesting again with us. Fully. Pat's Pat's got to go record the walkthrough. Right got to go record the whole walkthrough. Which I is don't know long. how you do that on Thursday nights. It's incredible. It's it's normally like almost done. And I haven't done any of. I mean, I've written it all. So, and I, sometimes I'll save editings, like little edits, for the narration because it sort of doubles as an editing period. Yeah. And I like went back and got like, you know, like Deontay Johnson. I got to like write up his hamstring. I already did that. You know, the Tyree kills shenanigans, and then I was like, oh, it's you know, I need to stop panicking and fix that. So I went back and rewrote that. So like, all those types of major stuff is is already corrected. So I'm hoping. It won't take me as long as it normally does, but but if it does, I'm gonna be uh gonna be a, a little bit a little bit of a tired boy tomorrow. Yeah, and uh, you know, fantastic NFL scheduling. <laughs> week week eight, no buys. You got all sixteen maybe, games. Maybe don't show that AI ad again. Just don't like <laughs> just don't brag about it. Okay, you, you fucked up. All right, you you make the mistake. You own the mistake. Don't tell me, oh, we're so smart. Look at our technology. Oh, how we couldn't have done this without it. You, Yeah, you probably couldn't have because it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Gretchen, you said you're going to go narrate your Arthur Smith intros from this week right now? <laughs> no. No, no. <laughs> look. Look, guys. I don't know if you guys know how the world works around here. I don't know if you've seen Grassy Knoll. Uh, I don't know. Climate change? Yeah, what is your take on climate change, Arthur? Why is he always moving his hand? <laughs> well, you see him. He's gripping. Someone must have told him because he was gripping it. That. He was gripping it like that. I don't move my hands. Don't tell me I move my hands. Move my hands. You know how the world works? There's a cabal. I mean, you, you know. There's a cabal. <laughs> There's a cabal, Arthur. It's like probably run by your dad. <laughs> all right. Fucking Nepo, baby. Uh, all right. Before you get political... We're going to sign off every <laughs> Thursday night. We'll be back next Thursday for Titan Steelers. We did almost get political there. We did. We did. I got to cut it off. Got to cut it off before we alienate everyone. It's time for our audience to Arthur Smith. I wouldn't, I wouldn't vote for Arthur Smith. That's all. That's, 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 that's his fault. There's good people on both sides. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>